What's poppin', what's poppin', everybody? And welcome, welcome back to another great episode of Hoopin' with Mike and Brian. I am Mike Mohe, and he is... Brian McQuillan, good to be back. Welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, everybody. And today, we are just... We're talking hoops again, man. Talking we're back hoops, on this, hoops. man. We're back on this. This is the second episode. I mean, we had a little bit of a behind-the-scenes type of, you know, mix-up. Uh, you know, we're not in the same studio together right now. I miss uh, you already, Michael. <laughs> what happened? I miss you already, man. I miss you already. <laughs> I miss you too, man. Yeah, I miss you guy. too. But, uh, hey, man, it's good to be able to still talk about this, still do this next episode. And, you know, even with, you know, our little thing that's been going behind the scenes man so be able to you know mm-hmm. do this and this is awesome so hey man the world of technology man isn't it great for sure man i just want to say one thing make sure you uh show some love to our content editor uh andre debaggy and follow at films by ad on instagram also you know follow rig hooping.mb follow our twitter hooping underscore mb and subscribe to our, our youtube channel hooping with mike and brian thank you Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And of, of course, hey, shout out to my guy, Dre, man. Man, uh, he There's is... so much behind the scenes, man. I can't thank him enough. Yes. There's a lot for this stuff. He's, he, uh, he might be featured. A little surprise, a little uh, heads up. He might be featured on one of the upcoming episodes, so stay tuned with that. Um, we can't thank him enough for everything he does for uh, for our uh, little podcast here. And uh, it's, it, we're truly blessed for everything he does. Make sure you yes, give sir. him love on IG. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And hey, man, let's get into this. Let's get into this whole it. thing. But um. Hey, man, tonight we only have three games tonight. Nothing too crazy. Uh, I believe right now we have the Portland Trailblazers and the Nets playing at the moment. We have mm-hmm. the Kings Spurs and we got the Pistons and Clippers. I heard Kawhi is playing tonight. He's playing tonight, man. It's good. Crazy. It's good for my fantasy team. But uh, yeah, he's playing. <laughs> he's got six minutes. He's got, in six minutes, he's got two points. I mean, obviously, they're you know, going to do the same thing they've been doing all year, load management, which, you know, I get he's coming off that knee injury or whatever it was. But, you know, I think the Clippers at 100%, are, they can make some noise coming up, and in, uh, in, in especially in the playoffs, I think they're going to really be a team that, you know, you don't want to play seven games with. Oh, of course, of course. And, hey, man, before we get into the games tonight, let, let's let's talk about, you know, what's been happening in the week because, you know, we haven't been yeah. back in the studio for, you know, now we're not in the studio, but yeah. we haven't been talking since last week. But, uh, hey, man, some moves happen, you know, in the mm-hmm. Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. The Jazz are not number one anymore, unfortunately. Uh-uh. They moved down to number four. The Trailblazers, hey, man, they're number one Keeping now in the up. West. They got we three have... scores over 20 points per game. Impressive. They do? Yeah, I believe, uh, well, wow. obviously, Dame, Anthony Simons, and I think Jeremy Grant's right above that, too. Oh, I'm not. Actually, I'm not shocked about the the Anthony Simons nah, and Damian Lillard. That, Jeremy that's... Grant's having a sneaky good season. Hey, I, I like that. I like that. I like Jeremy Grant. I feel like the Pistons, when he was back on the Pistons, they weren't utilizing him the right way. He played in OKC, too, I believe. He did. Yes, he, he did, did for a little bit. He um, did. And then, yeah, obviously the Suns are up there. Suns with all this stuff going um, behind the scenes. We don't know everything that's going on there. Mm-hmm. So the Suns are still up there. The Nuggets, I mean, the Jazz are still, what, four now? My my uh, The Pelicans, my pick to make the uh, Western Conference Finals, you know, uh, sitting at nine and six as the five seed. So the West is good, man. The West is really good. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, right now, what we got right now, we got the Suns. Suns at number two. Denver Nuggets at three. Jazz at the four. Pelicans at five, Grizzlies at six, Mavericks at seven, and the Kings at eight. Hey, the Kings, man. Oh, Andre, Andre, Andre told me before, even before they went on this win streak. Shout out Andre, of course. 
he told me be careful with the Kings, and they just on that four game win streak, putting up they put up one fifty three, I think, to get against the Nets. Mm. So like the Kings, man, you got to give them love. The one year they're not very, you know, they're not the most competitive team usually. I mean, they play hard, but they're not usually one of the. They're not really a playoff team, is what I'm trying to go out here. But I mean, even even when you lo- when you look at them, man, I feel like they have a good roster. They have a roster they full of, of hoopers, man. I feel like they yeah. have some guys similar that, to like, the Jazz, just the guys who have chips on their so- on their shoulders. Um, true, true. You know, Fox obviously no Fox a bonus, but they got Herder. Um, they got Davis who just dropped 31. Red Velvet, yeah, yeah. They got they got a they got a solid group. I, I like Davion Mitchell. I saw him playing college when he was at Baylor, but. Um. Yeah. No. King King's got a solid little solid little core going over there. Yeah. No. He had a he had a good game the other day. Yeah. He, he had defends. Like 20... That guy defends. Man. Oh yeah. Dude's aggressive. For sure. I love it. And then, I love yeah. it. Yeah. But, um. As you know, you got it. No. No. I mean, hey, man. I, I like. I watched a couple games that they played the last couple of days, man, and they just feel more like a like a just a team together. Like a lot For of guys sure. are just being able more confident to be able to just take their shot, not try to settle exactly. or anything. Like, I mean, they have some good pickups, like, especially, you know, they picked up, you know, they uh, picked up Trey Lyles, I believe. I don't know yeah, he was yeah. on their team last year, but I know Trey Lyles was on. I forgot what team he was on last year. Trey, was he on? Oh, was he there on Den- I think he might've been on Denver. Was he? Okay. I could be wrong, but uh, he was in Denver. Um, They also have, you know, Harrison Barnes and Keegan Murray. Barnes has been like I think at this point you know you know get you're getting from Barnes, mm-hmm. um, Barnes and then uh, Keegan Murray obviously probably he's top five rookie for sure this year so it's things are interesting in Sacramento for sure. Oh yeah no and then the, I mean there are two main guys is how I feel this way if unless you want to say different uh-huh. but definitely De'Aaron Fox and Zabonis are like their main two guys. Oh 100 percent sure. no yeah for Fox reminds me of John Wall a lot of John Wall oh, uh, gets know, in transition man. runs the floor. I mean, his shooting from three isn't, you know, the greatest, but when you're that fast, you know. Hey, but he's confident with it. Hey, he's confident. The, the game winner he had against the Magic last week, man, was crazy. Shot yeah. from the oh. logo was confident, just stroked it, man. It was yeah. it was beautiful, man. It was beautiful, but uh, it was good, man. It was good. I think because they gave up. Obviously, I think that them trading Halliburton, I think that kind of shows how much they believe in Darren Fox. To, I mean, honestly, I would have loved to see how that Fox Halliburton backcourt, you know, would be in the future, you know, five years sure. from now. But I think that shows how much, you know, Sacramento believes in Darren Fox. Oh, yeah. No, most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, definitely right now looking at it, the Kings are actually right now on a four-game winning streak right now. I believe. And they beat good teams. They have beaten. Well, oh, teams, that, yeah. if you told me before the season, like the they beat, they beat the um they beat the Cavs, who, you know, the Cavs are pretty solid this year. The Lakers, true, true. Are, I mean, the Lakers are bad, but before the season, um, all the hype. Yeah, yeah. They beat the Warriors and the Nets. So those are, you know, three teams that people thought, most people probably thought were going to be pretty solid this year. Yeah, we're going to definitely have to get into that little situation right now. It's crazy to think, I saw this thing on Twitter. It's crazy to think that LeBron, Curry, and KD right now are are on teams that are playing below 400 ball, below 500 yeah. ball. And it, it it's a, it's just sad to see that right now. Like, it's it, sad, it's yeah. It's sad. But they're it's all, really I mean, sad. LeBron's been, I think LeBron's been hurt or whatever he has going on there. But, I mean, Curry, to be fair, Curry and KD, you know, respectively are balling out. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah, most both definitely. Ball. Curry had, what, I think a 50 ball the other night. Um, yeah. he. I think he had a 50 ball again last night, and they still lost. I, I what's your opinion on Clay? Like, what do you, what do you, if you're the Warriors, what do you think they they do with Clay? Here's my take on Clay. Um, especially I think last night it was I think I, I'm, I'm gonna look back at the game right now. But my opinion on Clay, man, is he he's just one of those guys that just he's got riddled with, especially with his injury, is a yeah. very bad injury, and 
I just feel bad, man. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking back at the game. They lost to the Suns, man. And, I mean, I think the last time they played was when they had that whole – when Clay Thompson was getting all in their face and, yeah. you know, and that had, stuff like that. And he got ejected. And he got ejected. So – and, you know – I feel like now the way the game is played, you know, now we talk a lot about like these guys talking trash and stuff. It's like they were trying to get back in his back in his head during the game. Like Mikel Bridges hit this three in the corner and had his oh, hand out right in front of Clay. Like it's like the I don't I forgot what day specifically he did, but I don't know if it was this past week or last weekend where Clay Thompson came out talking about how like you know Charles Barkley said something about you know, hey, uh, you know, I think. Clay Thompson stinks now because of his injuries and, you know, yeah. Clay Thompson comes out saying, oh, well, duh, like, you know, pretty much kind of like not solidifying, but pretty much like agreeing he's, with yeah. the fact that he's not performing well. He's probably not going to be as good as he was before because he's hurt. Yeah, and I feel like with that vulnerability being out there, guys, like especially dudes like Patrick Beverly or like Grand Theft Alvarado, they're going to get in your face and talk. Oh, yeah, 100%. you stink now. Like you, mm-hmm. you, you're not good anymore. Like I could just do whatever. And. I mean, he he doesn't look good. I also saw some clips about like other like you know how like early in the Lakers season, like when it was like the first five games of the season, they were talking about like how Russ was taking some shots and you'd yeah. see LeBron and AD react. It was literally just last game, I believe, that Jordan Poole and Draymond had like a reaction where they were just like, whoa, whoa, whoa what's 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 Clay doing? Why did he just take that shot? Whoa, 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 why didn't we slow it down? Like it was funny because the first one you see Jordan Poole like in the corner wing, like what the heck? What was that? And then Curry, too. I saw a clip of like uh, it was back to back possessions. Clay took like I, they weren't I'm not they weren't terrible shots, but they're just if you're not shooting well, those are just not the shots you can take. I actually I was thinking I have a weird feeling that the Warriors are going to make a move this 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 season. I think they're going to mm. – I don't know who they're going to trade. Um, yeah. I, I don't know who, who would take Clay. I, I don't know, but I have a I, I do have a feeling that they're, they're going to make a make a big move coming up. I, I just have a – I don't know. I think, you know, Curry's – if Curry's playing this well and you're still not winning, I mm-hmm. I also think I, – I think as much as the Warriors try to hide it, I still think that Jordan Poole, I think that's taken a toll. I, it just doesn't look like the same Golden State Warriors team. And to be fair, you know – no. Uh, I said it on the sports page last night, but, you know, they did lose Gary Payton. They lost uh, Otto Porter. They lost, you know, just solid role players. So that does not help. But I, I just it's just not that same, you know, Warriors team. It's like I it just like last year, I feel like teams feared them. I just don't think teams fear them anymore. Oh, yeah, no, most definitely. I, I mean, it's definitely um, like it's a sad thing to see how they're performing and then be like, I mean, they didn't lose a lot. Like, yeah, they may have lost, like, those couple guys, but you would think, all right, they have still Jordan Poole, Moses Moody, James Wiseman, guys that would probably most likely maybe come off the bench, even guys like Kevon Looney, who's a veteran on their team, and still be like, oh, my gosh, like, what's what's going on? Why is this – why are we not performing and stuff? So it's kind of a little bit of a bummer, but, I mean, they got to put it together because, I mean, the way they're playing now is – I'm not going to say it's a joke. It just looks like how – they were before they even when they got that draft pick of yeah. James Weissman that season before where they just looked garbage. You just had you had Curry doing everything in all his might, which was beautiful to watch because it's like, wow, we're seeing like a different kind of Curry, but we're watching it again and they are not doing good They're again. Not doing it. Yeah. So it's a little bit bad. It, it, I'm not even say a little bit bad, but it's just it's just bad. And I hope hopefully, you know, long season still, you know, so a good long season. Hopefully it could turn around, but I, I yeah. think I also have a weird feeling that they could also make moves 
definitely, especially at this point, if this consistency of play happens, I feel like they'll definitely make a move. And, hey, man, we might see those little trade talks that we they used to have even when they were doing playoff runs about Clay yeah. going to, like, the Lakers or something. So we might yeah. see some crazy stuff like that, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? exactly so. I, yeah, um, I, yeah. Going off that though, I, I, I definitely agree. I mean, I, it's interesting to see because if you're gonna tell me before the season that the Lakers, the Nets, and the uh, Warriors are gonna be like this bad so far, I would've been like, there's no way. But you know, it, it, it's a long season. I, I do. I, I think if any of those three teams figure it out, it's gonna be the Warriors. I, I don't see them, you know, being. Um, I don't see them not making the playoffs. Like they're gonna make the playoffs. I think come playoff time, they'll be ready to go. They just gotta figure it out. Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely, most definitely. And, you know, we just hope the best. I mean, I feel like both of us both agree that, you know, even with teams like this that, like, we would love to watch and things like that, and, like, even players like Curry, Thompson, and even guys like Poole, you know, we hope we hope the best for them. We hope they could turn it around. But, you know, we're also realists at the point where we're just like, if you're not performing, man, and it's consistently, yeah. it's like you got to make a change. Like, something has to make a change because, you know, especially if you're coming off of a – of a you know nba finals you know i'm not i'm not saying it's easy because there's a lot of people that talk about going back to back that it's hard to do that i yeah. mean i was i was very lucky and spoiled with that with the miami Heat, <laughs> that they they got they went back to back and everything but it's not easy man it's That's really right. not it's not i mean even guys like Shaq talk about going back to back and everything and it's it's not easy you know people yeah. think it's easy because you're winning you're on top but it is definitely not because every you have the biggest target on your back and yeah. everyone's gonna want like, to beat you you have to perform every single time like, because anytime the Warriors like lose, it's not every time. But most of the time, it's like surprising. You know, you see the Warriors losing to the Kings and all these teams. Um, but yeah, so that that's that's my take on that. I definitely agree with what you're saying now. Yeah, no, we'll de- we'll definitely. I mean, we just hope the best, and we'll see what happens. But I mean, hey, man, I just hope hopefully they could turn it around, see what happens, and definitely make changes. But um. Another thing, I wanted to talk about some surprising teams doing well. I guess I was watching, I was reading this article and it was talking about like four teams that are having pretty, you know, surprising, like really unexpected strong starts to the season right now. I mean, obviously the number one team probably for sure is the Jazz. And, you know, we kind of already know to talk about that, but the, but the Spurs are doing pretty good. Spurs are doing pretty well for their time and they don't really have anybody on this team i mean i feel like the only person we really know on that team is what Keldon johnson Keldon johnson um i mean I, yeah because they got like yaka Pertle, they got devin Vassell, they got they got some names uh i, I mean they have trey jones too i believe trey jones was, I, last time i heard of him was when he was at duke but yeah i mean you got to give you know credit where credit's due they're definitely doing a lot better than people thought i mean right now I thought they were on a bit on a bit of a skid, right? Yeah, right now they're sitting. Yeah, like they six lost. And nine. They lost two in a row, but I believe they they won a couple yeah. games in a row, and people are like, "Hmm, that's hey, better than the Lakers, though." <laughs> you know they I mean? definitely are. They definitely are, and which isn't they, saying much, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but um, I mean, definitely for sure. The I mean, I feel like the Spurs. This is how I look at always the Spurs. They're almost to me. They're almost like the New England Patriots in the football. Yeah. They have a great coach that you know he's gonna give a game plan that you know is pretty much like is gonna be able to compete with any team. It's just at that point, it's more of just the kind of like the players at that yeah. point, like who's gonna be able to do everything, and you know, 
I, I like their team. I mean, it's it's really young. I believe the oldest person on that team, really experience wise, is Dougie McBuckets. Oh, Doug McDermott. Wow. Yeah, Dougie McBuckets and actually Gorgie Dang. But I haven't really seen oh, him play. He, he's been in the league for a while. He played. Yeah. I remember he played for Minnesota. Oh yeah, he he went to mm-hmm. Louisville too, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't heard that name in a while. But hey, credit to the Spurs, man. Everyone thought they were going to tank for Wembenyama, which you know, again, it's early. They still could do that. Because sure, I, sure. I think um, I said that on the sports page again last night. Hey, make sure you t- uh, tune in U ninety two every Wednesday night sports page eight to ten, uh, right at go. West Virginia University. But uh, as I was saying, <laughs> um. I kind of forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, but about uh, what was I going to say? Uh, what, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. But, yeah, make sure you check out the sports page. I don't know for sure. I mean, um, definitely them. I mean, we can, we can move on from them because, I mean, it's kind of like a typical, like they don't really have a lot, and we don't we probably don't expect them to yeah, really okay. do anymore. But I would definitely say, like, if they were to keep going and maybe win games – like we'll probably, you know, talk about them, probably talk about certain players that are doing that for them. But I mean, it's kind of expected in a way for them to do good because yeah. of the fact that they have Greg Popovich at the helm. Yeah, that reminds me. I do remember what I was going to say. The one thing I was just going to say is uh, obviously we saw this with the year Zion went in the draft. But so the, it's how it works is the, the worst three teams in the league all have like a 14 percent chance of getting the first pick. So it's like you get even if you're the absolute worst, if you have one win the entire season, you're still not guaranteed that first pick. So I think, you know, it, it they it's it's no guarantee they get the first pick. So I think teams look. I, I again, I really I don't see a world where the Spurs make even the play in. I really don't. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's interesting to see how teams are taking on because obviously everyone thought like teams like the Spurs, Jazz, Rockets, Magic were gonna, um, you know, tank for Wembenyama. But yeah, I, I, as you're saying, I, I definitely agree with all that. Oh no, of course, of course, of course. But uh, I mean, the other per- other team, the other two teams. I want to get into this one team, but this this last final team that I'm gonna talk about. It, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this last team for a little bit because this team is special. But the first team I want to talk about is the Indiana Pacers. Man, the Pacers have been playing pretty well ball, man, and I and I and I like the players that they have on their team. I really enjoy the guys that they have on that team. I mean, Ty, Ty, Tyrese Halliburton, you know, they have some Miles Turner. They the have been going crazy. Oh, that's my. Oh, that's yeah, my. I'm sorry. I'm sorry back home to Orlando Magic, but... You think Matherin takes home rookie of the year? I, I, the way he plays, I just like that confidence, man. He comes off the bench too, right? He comes off the bench. This man has a chance to win rookie of the year and six man of the year. And I don't know when that's ever happened or if yeah. it's been done. Hey, but hey, like, hey, Russell Westbrook's taking home that award. Come on. Don't, that's my boy. I, I, I know. <laughs> I know that's your boy, but Benedict, man. No, that yeah. dude is... And also, if Paolo's not playing... You know, he's obviously he's injured. I hope he gets back soon. But, you know, Mathurin's quiet. He's quietly balling. It's like I don't think he's getting enough attention. But, uh, yeah, I I do agree. I I think Indiana is interesting because a lot of people thought that I I even said, I don't know if you remember, but when we were talking on sports, I did not. People are saying the Pacers were going to be the one of the worst teams in the league. I genuinely did not think that. I just I think Halliburton. However, he's one of the most underrated players in the league. He does everything on the floor, really rebounds, runs the floor, gets his teammates involved and score. You know, he and then does, I just man. don't know. Like I, I, the only thing I'm interested to see is what happens with Miles Turner and Buddy Hill with the trade talks. But I feel like they've been in trade mm-hmm. talks the last three years. So, <laughs> as True. as I said, yeah, Indiana again got to give credit to these teams that are going um exceeding expectations already. It's, it's again early season; they got to keep this up. You know, 82 games. But I totally agree. I think Indiana's you know a quiet team. You know, they could possibly sneak into a plan or playoff or whatever. 
Yeah, no, for sure. And I, I mean, definitely with their team, man, they're right now at six in the East. I mean, is it, you know, it's the East. And I, and I don't know. I don't want to put any shame in the East because I'm a Heat fan. But I mean, what, they're six in the East. They've won the last two games. They're six and four in the last 10. Home games are four and three. Road, they're three and three. So, I mean, they're holding their own. Like, they're, they're, they're doing good at home. Like, they have a positive record at home. They have a, you know, pretty much. I wouldn't say positive records, just neutral on the road. So, I mean, definitely for a team that, you know, is expected or people don't think of them as good, they're still doing it. Like they're, yeah. they're winning games away from home and everything. And, you know, I think, I think it's a good thing. So I, I like this team, especially with what they have, but I definitely would say pay attention to around trade deadline because, you know, they still have those guys that people were talking about, oh, Miles Turner, Buddy Heald, that could possibly be traded at trade deadline. Yeah, so 100%. We'll definitely see. All right. So, I mean, definitely with what, what we talked about the pace, I think we pretty much summed up what we talked about with them. Um, hey, this 14, man, that I talked about, the Oklahoma City Thunder, a team that after we saw some things about Chet Holmgren, not, not going to be able to play for the season. A lot of people were writing them off already in. I, I there's one guy in particular that's saying do not write this off do wow. not when I when I tell you this guy like okay it goes out saying obviously we're talking about Shea Gilders Alexander let's get that out of the way you know what I'm saying of but, dude he I have not been more impressed from like look he was fantastic last year but like the jump is through the roof it's like i i was watching him play look i don't want to talk about it you know he's playing the new york knicks but like <laughs> i was in awe same way i gotta give credit to josh giddy he gave us he put a triple double up against us but shay gilgis alexander i mean what averaging 32 a game and he hit that game winner uh, i think he had four like 42 47 something some ridiculous amount of points last night or whatever it was but I'm in. I am actually in all watching the play. He's so smooth. Gets to the rim. Can shoot the three. Gets his teammates involved. And the thing I respect about most about the Thunder is like they, the, the, his teammates know they're playing through Shy Shay. So they get him the ball and they just kind of work off him. And it's it's interesting to see. And I think that backcourt Josh Giddy. You know, they're they're very unselfish. And I I I, I said it to you um, when we were talking about hoops the other day. But I think the Thunder. My my take is I think Thunder make the play and can you know can I think they can make noise in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Most definitely. I want to bring up this stat because this is what drives me insane, because the only player to ever do this, like the, I'm going to say the stat line after this, after the saying, the only player to ever have a stat line like this was unanimous MVP Steph. Players averaging 30 points per game on 50, 40, 90 percent splits. This man is performing well for this team and and just winning games for this team like I I, I watched him and this guy is just I I, I, I love Shea I've really enjoyed watching Shea over the last couple of years play for the Thunder mm-hmm. and absolute perform man like the dude he he's eight what's crazy is he's able to facilitate for everybody he's on the defensive end he's nasty I believe he's I, I don't know Particularly his defensive stats. I don't know if he was top ten in blocks, though. I don't know if he, as of last week, he was top ten in blocks. I believe, like, or might have been still. I want to say it was blocks, but it's like he does everything on the court, and he's not afraid of the moment. Like you saw, I saw him take that game winning shot. He's, he's, I could, I knew he was going in before he went in. I don't want to sound like LeBron, where I feel like I predict everything, but like, um, I just, you could see that he's, he's a, he is a 
dog. And I, 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 I like to see that, you know, people are taking note of it because he, he was good last year, you know, obviously mm-hmm. not yeah. doing what he's doing now. And they're, look, they're sitting at what, seven and eight. But in the West right now, you know, it's up for grabs. It's like all you kind of need is a chance in the playoffs and anything can really happen. So, of you course. know, shout out to Shea. I got, he's honestly one of the most, he might be the most fun person I've watched this season alone. He's, I'm in awe watching that guy play. Yeah, yeah no, most definitely. Right now, he is right now top three in scoring. And I was right. He is top five right now in steals per game. Yeah, so where so, is, he, is he ranked in blocks? I thought I thought I saw a stat he was. I could be completely wrong. I don't know. Maybe maybe he is. Maybe he's a top. He's averaging 1.4 blocks. So regardless, you know, that's pretty solid. Oh, yeah, he's top for 15 guard. for a guard, top 15. Yeah, 15. I mean, yeah. the only other guard that I see on this stat, I mean, I see Jason Tatum at 14. Yeah, there's not really a lot of other guards right now. He's top He's top. Wait, Tatum Crossman as a guard? No, I want to say a guard. I, I have it just put up. I have it put up where it's just all the whole NBA oh, okay. blocks okay, per okay. game. But, I mean, the only other guy, really, you have Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant plays the four. He's seven feet tall, too. Seven feet tall. But you have, yeah, Shea Gilgis Alexander. He's number twelve in the league right now as a guard. Like that, that that's nuts, man. And and that's I, crazy. I love that man. He's a he is like almost the epitome of just being a two way player. Yeah, like he's gonna, gonna be able to do it on the offensive end, and then he's gonna be able to do it on the defensive end. And it's it's absolutely beautiful because then he's also your closer. What your the, no, closer. what does he do? Honestly, he's as close to as a complete player as you can be. Like that's what I love about him. You know, you see a lot of guys who, who put up 30 a game who, let's be honest, don't put as much effort defensively, which to be fair, yeah. you're putting up 30 points a game, you know, kudos to you. But that it's in, and it's the entire just when you just go, look for people out there, just watch one game. He's everywhere on the floor, plays hard, everywhere. he can score at all three levels, he defends. It's like he's in Oklahoma City, you know, smaller market team, so he's not going to get as much attention. But, like, if he was doing this in, like, New York, L.A., Chicago, Miami, like, that's all people would be talking about. But, like, to be fair, like, the guy's averaging 32 a game, and he's efficient, too, which is more impressive. Yeah. No, he's he's an absolute stud, man, and, and I and, love watching. I'm trying to pull up right now his last couple – Couple games because I think like in the last two three games I think he's averaging like thirty something yeah, points. Yeah, he had forty two six and seven last night. Um, and then another name I just wanted to quickly shout out was uh, Lou Dort. Uh, he was undrafted, I believe. Uh, yeah. Great two way player can shoot the ball, and I I, I like how he kind of obviously he he knows his role, but he perf- he's pretty he's pretty good at it. You know what I mean? He can shoot the three uh-huh. defend like. It's just I, I love watching these young teams play that have you know role players who are willing to take on that role because you see teams really like teams with the Lakers where you know players aren't you know very fine with their role so it, it, it translates to wins as I said the last episode you gotta have role players to win in this league it's more important than having the star power obviously you need stars to win but I'd rather have a you know guys one through twelve who all are perfect uh, perfect one role you know what I mean as opposed to having a bunch of stars throw them on the court and hope to win. Oh, of course. I mean, and I definitely feel like we're seeing that this year, like in the NBA. I feel like we're seeing a lot of teams that don't have a lot of superstars and they're winning like they're able to just keep going. And we're hearing different names like every other night about like some guy just going off like another team I would like to talk about um, after, you know, just talk about the Thunder. I mean, props to the Thunder, man. They're doing awesome. I mean, they're they're. They're 11th in the league right in the West right now, but they're on, you know, nice little one game winning streak. They're in their last 10, they're five and five home. They're four and three. So, I mean, the road, it looks like the road is just a little bit hard. They're three and five, 
right mm-hmm. now, but they've gone in overtime already twice, and then one and one. They split those games one and one. So I, I I feel like if they keep going, they can have this team, man. And, and with a team like this with Shea, man, just think about next year with yeah. Chet and all of them. Like, what if they make the playoffs and Chet is doing such good rehab where Chet comes back in the playoffs? Like, I'm not saying Chet is going to make that type of difference so fast because he'd still be a rookie, but, like, yeah. It's crazy to look forward, like look good going forward, and it's it's amazing, man. And I, I love watching Shea. I mean, Shea is definitely for me. I'm gonna talk about him a little bit later when we do our little first quarter things. But um, yeah, no, Shea Shea's an absolute stud, man. And I just hope OKC could keep going it out because I do like that name drop, Lou Dortz. I do like guys that are Lou just Dort. defensive, like they just they do their thing, like Pick they. No, no, no. Keep go ahead. Go ahead, man. I'm talking oh, no, yeah. too much. I, I know you're, you're bringing up a point, which I, I just wanted to say this before I forget, because it's on top of my mind, not to steer away from anything we're talking about. But one guy I just really wanted to talk about, I was watching the game. I was watching when the Raptors, I, they played Detroit uh, a couple. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of notes from that game, but uh, Delano Benton, I don't know if you're familiar with him. I don't know. Uh, don't I don't want to hear about the Raptors. They just I, beat I, my heat yesterday. I know. I know. But <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to say this before, you know, um, he really blows up, but he's like a six-seven guard. It reminds mm-hmm. me a lot of Lamelo. I think he's six-seven guard. He plays. He plays really slowly, kind of like he's really smooth. He he doesn't look like he's even playing hard. He plays hard, but it looks like he does not. It's just the way he plays. But he, I, I, I didn't even know who he was prior to this game. But I was just watching. He dropped like twenty-seven, and like I think he had like five and four or something. And I was just seeing that he was, he was, it was just so smooth at that size, and he was just getting to the rim, shooting threes. I just wanted to say, I just wanted to drop that in because I knew I'd forget. But as you were saying from before, though, no, no, I mean that's a good little name drop because I mean the Raptors are doing pretty well right now in the East. So I mean they, they Siakam's killing it. Siakam's killing. I mean OG just dropped thirty-two against us yesterday. The Heat. OG one of the most underrated players in the league as well. Most underrated man. He's leading the. I believe he's leading the league right steals. now in steals. So crazy. He, yeah. he he's he's doing ridiculous things. And that, and I mean, just like what I said before. I mean, we're seeing teams this year, not with a lot of players that we that were like, oh, they're all stars. Like maybe now, maybe now how they're performing right now, where we could be like, oh, they could be an all star this year because how they're yeah. performing now. But ahead of the season, we weren't like, oh, OG Anunoby is going to be a beast. I mean, maybe Pasco Siakam. For sure, you know, but we weren't like, oh, Fred Van Fleet. We weren't thinking Delano, Ban. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that, that I think that shows like the league is in good hands. Like, obviously, yeah. players we grew up watching when we were younger, you know, with the Westbrooks, the CP3s, LeBrons, all those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are times it, it hurts, but you know, their times limited at this point. You know, you know what you're yeah. getting out of these guys. So <laughs> these young players are killing it, and it's 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 so fun to watch. Oh, of course. It, it, it's great to watch because, I mean, even like that comparison that you gave to Lionel Patton, it, it's not – and I don't want to act like I'm, I'm like, talking over you or anything. It's, no, I, I feel like, to me, it's not – it's not that the fact that they're playing slow. They're just playing comfortable. Like, yeah. they're not trying to play. They're not trying to a- appeal to their defender, and they're not trying to appeal to the defense. Like, they're just playing their their game and doing what they want to do. And, it, and mm-hmm. it's beautiful. I love when players can do that. That's why I loved – and I and I loved it when people were hating on him, but when Lamelo Ball was coming into the league, man, like he he just was playing his game. You're not yeah. gonna stop his tempo. He's gonna he's gonna go fast when he needs to. He's gonna slow it down. He's gonna find people. He's gonna find his shot. Like it's amazing, if, man. If if he turns it over or he misses a shot, that does not it does not discourage him at all. Like he keeps going. They at don't. You. Yeah. You know? And you does. gotta respect that. Again, if you have 15 turnovers on the road, then maybe stop it. I I just like how like 
I, that's what I love about like like most NBA players. Their mentalities are so strong. Like, yeah, you have a couple, you miss a couple of shots, but th- their whole mentality is like the next one's going in. And that's what I like about the rookies, though. They're coming in like Mathurin. Like, who would have thought? Like, no, look, he was a, t- I think he was the sixth or seventh pick. So obviously had high expectations, but like they're just coming in playing their game. It's like, it, it's mind blowing to me because you don't you don't see this a lot. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah. Again, I think the young players are really like the, the league is in good hands, as like I said before. Oh yeah, no, but most definitely, most definitely. I feel like the league is definitely in good hands, and it, and it, and it's awesome. I mean, just even segue into it that we talked about Lamelo. I mean, he, man, he he plays he plays so hard, but sometimes you play too hard and you get injured again right after coming. Yeah, up. I saw that. He, he sprains his ankle badly. The, the I'm reading the article right now where you know the X-rays came back and the and the ankle was negative, so yeah. you know nothing too bad. But man, you re-injured the ankle right he after you come fan, back, right? I think I saw some video. I think he, I, I thought like he like twisted his ankle, like stepped on a fan a fan's foot or something like that. I could be wrong. No, he did. I'm look. I'm looking at the thing right now. What happened was he tipped the ball like it was against the Pacers, and like man was being aggressive. Like this is what I love about these young guys. These guys are so aggressive ev- all over the court, and I don't know what happened. I th- I believe it was like a turnover or something, and he was just trying to be aggressive to get the ball back, and he tips the ball and he goes after it. Yeah, and he and he goes and he bumps right into the people that are sitting right there at court side and just twists his ankle real bad. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like. Dang, man, you just that, came off of your debut was against the Miami. You scored 15. That's fine. Like, you know, you, it's your debut game. You had an ankle injury. That's fine. You could play. But then, you know, he's playing good, doing things good for the team. I think he scored like 20 the next game or something. I, yeah. I forgot what he did the next game. But, like, it's like he comes back and now you're back on the injury. He misses the game. He's going to miss a game against the Cavs. And, yeah, it, dang, man, it's just like, ah, please. Like, the reason why I'm so, like, talking about this is because this type of stuff if it's injury after injury and it's like you come back and you're trying to be aggressive and stuff yeah this is the type of stuff that happens to players like clay thompson this is the stuff that happens to players like even back in the day you had players like brandon roy mm-hmm. you had d rose like i don't want this to keep happening these guys are playing so hard they're playing well and it's just like that ah that wants to yeah that, that i wanted to talk about this as well um kind of going off your point where players playing really hard and stuff so i want to talk about Jaden ivy for a little bit um, oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely impressed by him. I, again, I was watching when the Raptors Pistons game when we talked about Banton before. Uh, Ivy, the, the one thing I like about Ivy, he's aggressive, goes to the rim. But in the second half, he went to the rim. There was four different instances where he got blocked four times going to the rim. Well, again, I love the aggression, love getting to the rim. But it's like, I, again, he's a rookie, so he's going to make these mistakes. But like, I saw him get blocked four separate times in like the span of like eight minutes. And I just think he's a little bit out of control. I think he kind of has to let the game come to him because he's going to get to the rim plenty. And he took oh, a course. couple wild threes, which, I, again, I love the uh, confidence, the aggression, you know, a rookie coming in the league, top five pick. But I just think he needs to kind of let the game come to him. And when I was watching the play, I, I did think a little bit of Russell Westbrook, like in the sense of the athleticism, um, right. will, willingness to get to the rim. So that, that was another fast. fast. He is fast. But that's that's just the one thing I was like, this. He, I think he's – you know, I, I was I was a guard, you know, playing back in my day. But my dad would always tell me, he's like, if you're a point guard, you got to be on the verge of out of control. That means don't go be out of control, but you got to push the pace. You got to set the tone. You cannot yeah, be out of, of control. I just, I, I think he was a little bit over the play, all over the place. But he again, he still put up twenty something points. He was still really impressive. But I think if he just like tones it down a little bit in the sense of like, okay, I got blocked twice. Let's try something new. Um, you know what I mean? So, but that that was just one thing I took away from that. But Ivy definitely impressed me a lot. 
Um, oh, of course. And you said it last episode, but like the Pistons were a team. I like that backcourt of Kate Cunningham and Ivy. They have Sadiq Bay. Um, Bagley, Bagley's been, uh, you know, pr- he's been, you know, getting better a little bit, but um, that yeah. was just one player who I, I, I really enjoyed watching play, but mm-hmm. I just think he has to like tone it down a little bit just until he gets a little bit stronger, a little bit more like poised around the rim. But uh, yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I definitely going to keep my eye on Jaden Ivy. I like, I like what's going on in Detroit. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Me too. I mean, they were one of my teams even when we were on sports night before we even made this podcast. I was even talking about how the Pistons are uh, a team to watch. Like, they're probably yeah. not going to do well because, you know, they just have, you know, not, I'm not going to say a lot of nobodies. It's just they're, they're not the team right now where they could be winning a lot of games. But, I mean, they're, they have a lot of these young, exciting players, Sadiq Bay, Jaden Ivey. I know you like Darren. You were high on Darren. I, like ah, I was really high on Darren because, I mean, just, just like what I, how I love guys like Lou Dort and, you know, guys like even now uh, in the, with the Pelicans, Jose Alvarado, Grant Alvarado, was, yeah. these guys, like, they, they pride on defense. I mean, you, you like to bring back, you know, your time and, and you're right, you know, as a, as a point guard, and I'm not going to talk like I'm some point guard messiah saying, <laughs> I know I played cause I was, I was short, you know, but I, I love being able to facilitate, be able to set the offense. You know, you, yes, you feel in that role where you feel like you have the power because you're like, okay, I got to set my guys up and everything, but it's a beautiful thing. Cause you, you're able to set your guys up, be able to facilitate, but also be able to have the ball in your hands and be like, all right, I'm going to drive. Like, a lot of guys that I used to look up going uh, growing up was like Rashawn Rashawn Rondo, you know oh, Rondo, yeah, where he was very inside out. Like I'm gonna strike, but then I'm gonna dish it out to my three point shooter, or you know what? All right, I'm gonna roll with my guy. I'm gonna get the big man to come at me, and then I'm gonna dish it off to my big man. So, but to go back on Jaden Ivey, man, I believe his the Pistons have been 0 four since Kate Cunningham went down. But yeah. Jaden Ivey was doing well. Like he notched his first 20 point game. And then after that, against he against the Boston, he he got 26 and then followed it by 21 against Toronto. He had eight assists and four rebounds, where even in the fourth quarter, it was a close game. They had to put Scotty Barnes on him because he was just going off. So I I love Jaden Ivey. I love this Detroit Pistons team. And you know, I know they're not gonna do well. A lot of these teams, you know, just like the Pistons and, you know, just like the Rockets and, you know, even like the Magic, you know, going back home, Orlando, yeah. you know, these young guys, it, they're so fun to watch because it, it's like they're all playing. They're all, it's not that it's not that they're not all playing together. It's just it, it's great to see that. Like you see these young yeah. guys doing well and you, you just know how they're going to evolve if they keep they keep up with that consistency and. I mean, even even the Pistons coach, Dwayne Casey, even talked about, he said um, his speed was the difference of getting into the paint and creating things for other people. Like, especially if, if you know, if you he is scary fast. Like, the fact that you compared him to Russell Westbrook, like, in his prime, he was super fast. But even, even when I think about it, his speed almost reminds me of Prime D. Rose. Oh, like where he's yeah. just he is just fast like his his first step it, when he cuts it's just like a blur and it's like dang this dude is whoa what is what's going on like this dude's fast and he could score lights out if he wants to and i i think it's great i think it's great looking forward for the um yeah for the pistons and i, I just hope they can maybe piece it together maybe make a little run for the east i mean the east is always it's always you know they're always saying the east you yeah. know and the with east, the plan anyone can get that 10th spot Exactly. Especially, especially now. And I like that. I genuinely, I'm not going to lie to you. 
I genuinely like the play-in tournament. I don't. I, mm-hmm. I like it because it gives some of these teams, and, and maybe they don't deserve it. And I get people say, you know, the argument is they don't maybe deserve it because they didn't have a good record in the season yeah. or they weren't good or even the fact that they were, you know, in the least, you know, I think yeah. uh, Skip Bayless calls it the least conference, you know. <laughs> like yeah, I, I understand that. I'm not I, I'm I'm kind of neutral with the plan. Like I see both sides. The only reason I was a little critical of it because last year the Cavs had that, you know, spectacular season where like, you know, they weren't a top three. They were the seventh seed and they ended up losing in the plan. I'm like, it kinda it kind of stinks seeing like they have that really impressive season and it kind of gets shut down because they, you know, play Trey Young in the plan. But uh like that was just the one thing I was like, you know, I I don't want to say it's unfair because at the end of the day, you know, everyone has an equal chance of the plan. And as a seventh seed, all you have to do is win, win one game. But uh, it's interesting to see because it, it, it gives teams that are like the bottom of the barrel of the Eastern Conference, Western Conference to, you know, still compete for something as they get into that, you know, final spot. Because, again, when the plan went is one game, you know, when I was watching the plan last year, it gave me like game seven vibes. Like it was a season on the line. You know what I mean? So it's fun to watch when, you know, when a lot is on the line, especially for the teams that aren't on top of their conference. Oh, yeah. No, of course. Of course. It, it, it's great to see. But I mean, I, 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 after all of it, even going into just whatever, we just we just hope, you know, especially with the playing and stuff, these teams have these chances. Like we 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 hope to see like because what it feels like to them, and this is this is how I this is why I'm a very more players player guy. Like I, I want it for the players. Like that whole different shift they make going into the playing or going into the playoffs. Like we see different guys perform differently when they get to the playoffs, whether they're you know. At a, yeah. On a bad team, they're the eighth, eighth seed. They're the first seed. It doesn't matter. Like, that shift. Like, we get to see these guys where we're like, oh, well, where was this in the regular season? But it's better because it's just like, okay, I can maybe perform not mediocre, but I can maybe keep it steady in the regular season. But once playoff comes around, I'm turning it on. Why do you, why do you yeah. think we, you know, I'm lucky to say I, I got one of those guys on the heat. I got Jimmy Butler on our team where, you know, there's playoff Jimmy where he goes in the playoffs and he, freaking kills it through the, the yeah. whole playoffs and i love that you know especially for my team but like guys like that especially when they know all right we have a chance to go to the playoffs and you're 9 10 like who's not going to yeah. want to perform well and, and get into the playoffs like, exactly. it's awesome but i mean going back let's talk about the games tonight man right now we got um it's going into the fourth quarter. We got Trailblazers up by one to the Nets. is 90-91. Uh-huh. We got Durant has 27 points with seven rebounds and three assists. We have Damian Lillard with 19 points. Not as much as, you know, as we're used to, but he's got 10 assists. So he's had a nice little double-double going on right now. Mm-hmm. So definitely tune in if you're able to watch that game. We also have – oh, my. <laughs> oh, the Kings. I know it's against Again. the Spurs, but the Kings – 104 to 87 in the Gotta fourth quarter. Gotta give Fox his love, man. Gotta give Fox his love. Bears I love this. Yeah. I love this, man. He's got 24 and 7 right now. He's doing well. I love it, man. I that love reminds that me. They- yeah. Um, no, I was going to say, so I remember watching Fox in college when he was at Kentucky with Malik Monk and, you know, that team that uh, they ended up losing. When they're back made. together. They're back yeah, together. Yeah, they're back together. They're like... <laughs> They lost that game against when Luke May hit that corner shot um, in the the tournament. (laughs) But uh, I remember watching that because that's when uh, Lonzo and Darren Fox were um, were uh, both, um, you know, they're going at it. They play each other in the uh, they play each other in the tournament. Kentucky obviously beat them. And then Mm -hmm. uh, I remember LeVar Ball and Darren Fox's father were beefing. (laughs) 
But I thought that was that just seeing De'Aaron Fox like ball out because you know you're in Sacramento, you don't get as much press as you know Kentucky basketball. I feel like in the respective sports, I'm saying. But um, yeah. you know, it's fun to see De'Aaron Fox and the Kings in general. You know, kind of like be somewhat decent because they haven't been in the playoffs in I don't even know how many years. Mm-hmm. But you know, get, again, gotta give credit where credit's due. The Kings, it, it's kind of it, it's leaving me speechless, man. Take it for take it from here, Michael. No, I mean, even from there, I mean, it, it's, it's great. I mean, I, I think I talked about it before, man, uh, in the first episode, man. I uh, My dad was military, so I was very lucky to see the world. But I got to live in Northern California and see the early stages of the Sacramento Kings. And, yeah. you know, it, it was kind of hard to watch, man. Like, they had they had their old arena, or I believe it was Arco Arena. I remember going to watch the games there. And I got to see good players, great players go yeah. and play but they weren't that great and now to see them doing well and this exactly. young core that they have it, it's amazing almost brings a almost brings a tear to my eye and this yeah. is not even my favorite exactly team, and but yeah, it's exactly. awesome um this just kind of goes hand in hand with this but so um kind of like a backstory kind of so every every year there's when there's an nba draft me and my dad we, we watch or whatever but we always have like one guy we each pick like one guy who we think is gonna um you know, be the uh, be, just be the one who we think has the best career. It's not always the guy who's the first pick. And I remember his guy was Darren Fox. So every time I see Darren Fox fall out, you know, it reminds me of that I'm like, you know, he was right on that one. Oh yeah, I like Darren Fox. I liked him. I loved watching his his high school high, like highlights. Man, dude was like a monster. He was, man, like, was. It was defensively though. That's what I was impressed. Like he, you're not oh, getting, yeah. you're not scoring a bucket on that guy, especially oh, in weren't. high school. And even now, he's still a great defender. But like, it was oh, yeah. he would get like. Steal after steal and dunk, dunk, dunk. I'm like, and it was crazy because he was also that guy that just had that crazy speed, and he would just he could take off like he could run like a hundred miles per hour, stop on a dime, take off with a like a windmill, yeah. and I'm just like, yo, this dude could be something, and he is, and it's it's awesome to see it, man. Nice little lefty, and he's and developing everything. that shot more. As oh, I know, and that's dangerous. I think that's dangerous, especially if you shoot him from the logo for game winners, oh man, and confident God. with it. It's not I think fair it's... at that point, but you got to give credit to Fox. It, it again, it stinks. You know, you don't see the te- the the players balling out in smaller markets get as much love. It's like again, I, I've said this before, but like it's like the Lakers, which just gets which kind of irks me. Is like the Lakers get more attention. Obviously, LeBron's, I get it, whatever, but they get more attention when they're bad than the Kings do when they're having their best starting like 20 years you know what i mean uh, so it's like of course gotta give credit I, i'm glad we're giving them love on this podcast though i'll tell you that oh yeah and almost definitely i feel like we were giving love to a lot of teams that aren't right now performing the best but it's because we we acknowledge like the guys that are killing it on their team and and just trying to give it their all and you know trying to impress but moving on from there we hope hopefully the kings could finish it out uh still 95 110 in that game still seven minutes left right now we are in Quarter three, though, in this next game, Detroit against the Clippers. And Detroit's actually up 53 to 47. The, their leading scorer right now, though, is Bojan. He has 17. He's only one for two from three. So it looks like he's getting his buckets right now. Just, yeah. you know, being able to shoot. He has four for five from the free throw line. So he's shooting 80. And Jaden Ivey has nine points right now. And I believe yeah, that's the only okay. second. Yeah, that's our only second. Because another person that's scoring the same is Sadiq Bay with nine. Then they have Jalen Duran with eight. That's eight rebounds. I like that. He's doing well for their team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see right now Killian Hayes has three steals. So I guess he's Killian doing Hayes well. might be the worst player in NBA. <laughs> I, I was watching when I was watching the Detroit game. It's like every shot he shoots looks like it's going to be an air ball. And it's just like every year I feel like. Again, obviously, he doesn't get, if he was doing this in New York, he'd be getting it. But um, 
Well, he's 0 for 5 right now. He hasn't even Killian Hayes, shot. look, he, he, honestly, like, I'm like, I could be playing in the NBA. No, I'm kidding. But um, <laughs> I, he, he's bad. He was like a the ninth pick, I believe. And it's like, I get it. You know, you want to give him more of a chance if you're Detroit. You know, you did a high draft pick on him. But it's like, he is bad. I'm telling you. I was watching that, that whatever. I watched the Pistons a couple times this year. But times I've watched him play, I'm like, what, I'm, I don't know if he knows what he's doing on the basketball court. And I don't want – and no disrespect at all. I'm just telling you what I see. Yeah, I mean, it, it is pretty bad, and it, it, it stinks. I, I don't I don't like how he's performing. I mean, it's right now, it just updated again. He's 0 for 6 right now. Like, he's not even he's shooting not. that well. He hasn't shot well all year, all his career. And it's like, if you're Detroit, I'm like, what do you, what can you do? I, I, you can't put the ball in the hoop for the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I mean, what do you even do moving forward? Like, you can't even trade that. Yeah. Because like, no I'm one's going to want that. I'm looking at, yeah, I mean, he's shooting – 36% from the field, 26% from three in the year. <sighs> oh, no, that's in his career. I'm sorry. Um, but it's like, it's just, uh, uh, this this year alone, he's shooting 30, less than 31% from the field, 24% from three. It, I, I don't know. I don't know how many more chances you can give the guy when, the, I, I, when he's shooting like that. I mean, as a point guard, you got to be shooting a little bit better than that. I'm not gonna lie to him. I think the only reason why he's playing right now is because Corey Joseph is is hurt. Yeah, he's usually the backup guard. So like at that point, and Cade's hurt. So like, but you gotta. You, that's if you're killing Hayes. You gotta think like this is my chance to prove it. And if you're not doing it, you know what I mean. It's like well, he's not. That's <laughs> not thing. doing it exactly. He's not. So I mean, I don't know. We're not. We're not gonna try to. You know, wish some negative things on some guys. Nah, but this guy is not performing well. Not performing well. At First, all, a seventh overall pick. You know what I mean. So it's like. That's crazy. That's crazy that you keep saying that. He was a seventh, seventh overall, overall pick. Yeah. And he hasn't done anything. Like I I literally forgot about this guy. Like when I saw yeah. when I when they brought up a brought up again when they were talking about the pistols this year, I was like Killian Hayes. I was like, who is that? I was like, who was that guy again? And seventh then, overall pick from 2020. That's who he is. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that that's nuts, man. That's I just, nuts. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah. That's that. Um I guess we move on. Let, let's not keep talking about this yeah. negative. You know, hope, positive vibe in here. A little, let's let's bring the positive vibe. So, I mean, those are the only three games going on today. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, we hope, you know, so it's it looks like it's a good game right now with Brooklyn and Portland. The Kings look like they're winning big. Hopefully, they don't yeah. lose that little comeback. And you know, they're still Detroit and the Clippers are still in the third quarter. So we'll see where it happens with them at the end of the night. Um, but moving forward into the weekend, man, you have any games? Anything yeah. circling? What do we got? I had a, a there was um yeah so this weekend the one the one game that um I'm quietly interested in like it's I mean it's pretty you know popular it'll be a popular game whatever but uh the T Wolf Sixers I think that's gonna be an interesting matchup I believe they play Saturday um I just I'm interested to see Embiid uh, obviously Embiid and Cat we've seen their beef I'm interested to see how that defense works against a big center like Embiid I I think Harden Harden's out of the walking boot I don't know if he's playing. That's one game I look at. I'm also looking at the Heat and Cavs, you know, Miami Heat against the Cavs, obviously. But I think it's interesting to see, you know, there's that trade talk of Hero going for Donovan Mitchell. You know, now he's going to get a chance to go at him. Yeah. That's, and then, obviously, Bucks Sixers another game. Um, yeah. I believe it's Friday night, uh, which, I, you know, I, I'm interested to you know, Giannis and B go at it. Um, but, yeah, so that, that's pretty much it. There's a couple other games I noticed, the Thunder Grizzlies that will be tuned in. But what, what do you got for me, Michael? For me, I mean, um, I like what game I like the most right now is I like to see this little matchup happening Friday night, 8 p.m. I believe 
who's home? I can't believe I can't. I could let me load it in. Let me see who's home. But it's in Memphis. The Thunder against the Grizzlies. I had that one. Shea well. versus yeah. Ja. I I I I have to I mean, tune now. into. For Is that, that Saturday night? No, it's Friday night. So it's Friday tomorrow. Night, yeah. So I'm pretty there. much today because it's, it's midnight. We're shooting this a little late, yeah. but you know, on but, a grind um, here, on a grind. We are all definitely on a grind. We are definitely on a grind. I would definitely also say right after. The, no, it's not even after the game. It's literally thirty minutes. After tip off for the Thunder Grizzlies is the Nuggets and Mavericks play, so we get to see some Doncic and yeah, we get to see some good Western Conference. Um, hopefully Doncic is playing and Jokic, so you know we'll hopefully see some of that. Yeah. Um, the other game I saw what was I believe I believe it was Saturday. Saturday, yes, Saturday. I like this because they're both. I think I believe they're in the same. I think they're right next to each other in the standings. This is the Raptors and Hawks? Raptors and Hawks. Raptors. Oh, so we, oh have, yeah, yeah. That that'll be a good one. I, I think the Raptors are um a little slept on this year. I don't think we're getting there. They're not getting enough attention. Yeah, but yeah, that's a good matchup. I as you know, I was high on the uh, Dejounte Murray and Trey Young um backcourt. You know that trade that went down. I thought that was, I was interested to see how that works out. I was high on that. So yeah, no, that's definitely a game I'll be tuned in. Um, you know, especially sure. with the guard play. With uh, if, I think Van Vliet should be back. I he I know he's out for a while. I don't know if he's back yet, but. I think that'll be an interesting matchup as well. I definitely agree with that. Oh no, most definitely, most definitely. I mean, I feel like that's about it for the weekend. I mean, um, there's other teams that are playing that could probably be good games, but I believe you know, especially record wise, there's not a lot at the moment. But um, I mean, moving forward, man, um, let, let's update. Let's update the people on our teams, man. How, how do you feel about your Knicks right now? Good about the team, bad about some individuals. I'll tell you, that's the okay. Part. Um, so we're sitting that, you know, we got, oh, I will say we got that big win against Denver last night. Um, obviously, Yo, Yo, uh, Joker didn't play, so that, that's, you know, a big help. But a couple notes I'd just like to say is I backed up RJ Barrett for a while. I'm really getting Uh-oh. impatient with it. Um, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let me just read this off to the people out here. He's had, he's had some, he has not shot well all this year. Um, he scored, but he also takes a lot of shots. So he's had about six or seven games where he shot three for 18. Seven for 19, nine for 21, mm. five for 14, two for 10, and five for 18. And then last night I was watching the game. I think he was sick, whatever. That's not an excuse. If you're playing, you're playing. But um, mm. he had he was four for 18 and 0 for 9 from three. And look, I'm not a huge numbers guy. I don't believe numbers tell at all. But I was watching him play. He's, he goes he goes to the rim. He gets to the rim. But if there's any any contact, he just misses it. And it's very frustrating. You know, pay him that contract. He, you're, I'm seeing players like Morant, Shea, all those guys, whatever, Zion, take these big leaps. RJ, in my eyes, hasn't improved much over the last couple of years. So RJ, I'm not very high on, especially this year. I think he's been bad this year. I think he's he's got to he's got to pick it up. Like New Yorkers are not going to be happy with that. Um, but you know we're eight and seven. Last time we talked, we were five and five. We're eight and seven now, so you know a little bit better over five hundred. Um, and then the one thing I wanted to know was when I was watching the game last night. Um, we were losing in the fourth by nine. And then the five who were on the court were uh, Cam Reddish, Julius Randle, uh, Emmanuel Quickly, Jalen Brunson, and Obi Toppin. And I was high on Cam Reddish out of the draft when he got drafted by the Hawks. But Cam Reddish, I think we have to play him a lot more. He's been starting in the last couple of games, but he's been, he scores the ball well. He facilitates the ball. He's He, he reminds me of a mini Paul George kind of. Don't, don't get me wrong. He's not, he's not on Paul George's level. But I see flashes of Paul George in his game. And I got to give it to Randle. Randle had... 30 something last night and 10 boards and he was he played hard again you know i was critical of randall but randall's been picking it up the last couple games so i'm 
I actually am pleased. Julius Randle played very hard last night. There was one play where he had – it was like a two-on-one, and he had Jalen Brunson wide open and just, like, looked at him and passed it away and threw it out – like, just threw the ball away, whatever. I was That was frustrating. But other than that, you know, I don't want to get, you know, nitpicky here and uh, get on the guy for having one bad play. But that just frustrated me a little bit. Um, and then I got to give credit to Emmanuel quickly. I don't know if you saw, but the last – when we were up by three with um, – the last couple of seconds remaining, obviously mm-hmm. Jamal Murray had the ball and Emmanuel quickly clamped him. Cannot play any better defense and he missed a shot. Uh, but yeah, so, and then obviously besides last night, Cam Reddish put up uh, the two games prior to that, he put up 19 and 16, shooting 45% from three, which I thought was really impressive. Yeah, and I then, saw on Twitter, people are calling for him to play more minutes. Yeah, I will say this is the one thing I want to say. I think the Knicks have to play more of Jericho Sims, Emmanuel quickly. Cam Reddish, who's been starting, has been playing more, and oh, definitely Obi Top. I think Obi Top, and I, I love Obi Top, and he scores the ball efficiently. His, his jump shot has improved so much. He bring he has like that New York mentality. Plays hard, he plays with swagger. I love it. And then the one thing I was also uh, confused um, confused about was why Tibbs took Quentin Grimes out of the the uh, rotation again. You know, I'm critical on Coach Tibbs. I don't want to sound like I'm completely <laughs> negative towards the Knicks. I just just some stuff I don't understand. But other than that, eight and seven pretty solid better than five and five but uh yeah those are my takeaways from the knicks i think we got it we're on a road trip i think we got we're we're golden state tomorrow then we go into phoenix then we got like sacramento so we're on this road trip but we're starting off two and oh we beat utah the other night which i thought was impressive we again we were down most of the game came back in the fourth quarter jalen brunson has been very impressive this year but um i i the last two games he's he, he makes tough shots he has this like little fade away he does his footwork's you know, superb. I love his footwork, yeah, but uh, you know, Brunson. Brun- I've been high on the only one who is, who's really been on, who's been frustrating me is definitely R.J. Barrett. But other than that, eight and seven, <laughs> I, I think we can still make a run for the playoffs. But those are my takeaways from the Knicks so far. Again, I know it's pretty critical of it, but that's kind of how you know New York fans are. But I got to give a shout out to those guys who've been stepping up. You know, those younger players who don't have to, who I who aren't having as much as a role as I think they should. But those are my takeaways. You know, Michael, I'll let you take them there. Oh, uh, well, you guys are eight and seven, right? Eight and seven. Well, flip that and you're the Miami Heat. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't know what to say. I'm not going to talk a lot right now. I mean, we've we've had um, Bam didn't play last night. He had a knee injury. Um, Victor Oladipo hasn't came back. Our new signing, Orlando Robinson, hasn't played yet. Uh, it, it's it's hard to say right now. I can't really talk a lot about that. It's not even the fact that. I, I'll take some positives out of it. We started Nikolai Jovich, our rookie that we guard that we uh, drafted, who I had high hopes for, and he, he did well yesterday. He only had 13. He was doing really good, you know, efficiently coming off of, you know, pick and rolls. He started at center for us. So it was kind mm-hmm. of like, um, you know, it, it was a good sight to see, but we're, we're not winning games, man. And yeah. the reason, that's, that's the reason why I don't want to really talk a lot about them because, I mean, we're not winning games. We're, and it's not even the fact that we're not performing well. It's just like, I feel like it's still like we don't have enough. Tyler Hero didn't play. Yeah. And, sure. you know, it, it. it's not that it's not looking good. It's just there needs there needs to be more. I, I, I need more, man. I need yeah. more. I need more games to come in to really depict from this team. I mean, there's guys that aren't performing well, but then it's like the next game they perform very, very well. I mean, that's why it's – I'm not going to say it's hard to be a Heat fan – but it's almost just like some guys, you know, you can't sleep on them too much. Like I, a lot of people, every time they talk to me, when they talk about it, the, they're like, oh, when are you guys going to trade Kyle Lowry? Sorry, Kyle Lowry. Trust me. I've said some negative things about Kyle Lowry, but like the man performs sometimes. I mean, even last night he had 19. Max yeah. Struess, I love my guy. I hope he never gets traded. 
Man had a nice little. He's highlight. a better Duncan Robinson, honestly. That's that's what I think of him. Uh, like it's a better yeah. Duncan Robinson. That's very very true. I mean, that's the only person I could really maybe say anything negative about. Not even Max, not Max Struess. Hopefully, people don't confuse that. But yeah. Duncan Robinson, man, like he 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 only play, he played 14 minutes and had zero points. And all you're doing is shooting the ball. How, how many shots did he take? They only took two shots. So two shots, one laps. of them for three. He's literally running there for laps. So, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with the Heat right now, man. Um, I mean, just to kind of just talk about positive things about the night. I mean, Max Struess had a nice little highlight dunk, you know, on some people yesterday. Um, guys are playing well. I mean, we're everyone's really scoring. Like, Gabe Vincent came off the bench, played 32 minutes, had 16. Kyle Ari had 19. Max Schroes had 20. Nikolai Jovich had 13. Jimmy had 13. Caleb Martin had 14. I mean, guys are – our offense is, like, very – everyone kind of get into it. Like, everyone's yeah. scoring and stuff like that. But, I mean, we're still not winning games, so I don't know what it is on the on the, on the the defensive end. I saw a tweet that talked about we have – we're sh- – Right now on one-on-one possessions, so it seems like man to man, like guys that are supposed to be guarding the guys we're at, we're letting up like one point zero four points. Like I yeah. forgot the like specific stat, but it's like second most in the league. That's a problem, and, it, and it's a problem, man. Like we're supposed to be a defensive team, and you know, it, it guys aren't you know playing their best, and it's kind of sad to see. I mean, we don't have our main guys coming in, especially when we don't have Bam. A lot of people are probably just like, oh, free points in the paint, especially like Nikolai Jovich. I mean, nothing against him. He's a rookie. He plays his hardest, but you're not going to like if you're like you're probably more afraid of going to the hoop when you're going because bam, the Nikolai Jovich. Yeah. So people are definitely like, all right, bam's out. OK, free will at the at the paint. Go at it. No one's not going to guard you. You'll be perfectly fine. <laughs> so, I mean, I hope we could turn around still. Hey, we're both going through it together, man. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, know for sure, man. I mean, you guys are performing well. I'm glad y'all are doing your thing. You guys are playing above 500 for the Knicks, man. It's good to see that. I know you guys, you have your one player. I have our one player on our team that's not yeah. doing well. That's, and he's, he's a big, they're both big parts of the team. Like, that's yep. what's frustrating. If RJ is playing better, we're eight and seven, and arguably a top, you know, two, three uh, people, people will argue that he's the top two player on the team. And he's bad this year. And if he picks it up, you know, I, I think we're a pretty solid team. You know, we got decent depth, but, you know, I guess time will tell. Yeah, no, for sure, man, for sure. But time will tell definitely for the Heat. I mean, we're always a team that, you know, we do this a lot in the beginning of the season because, you know, we're still trying to piece puzzles and stuff like that. But we'll see what happens. I know Eric's bullshit. I mean, that that's what I like our, our like our like really love about our team is that we have Eric's bullshit, man. One of the best coaches yeah, in the I NBA. Think I think he's a top. Three coach in the league. That's that's oh, yeah. what I think. Most definitely, I would say the same thing, but I don't want to be a homer and be like, "Oh, I hey, think you I'm, know I but... hate the Heat." So if I'm saying it, I mean it. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're no absolutely disrespect. right, man. Oh yeah, I don't know for sure. I know there's no disrespect. I know it's, between us, it's always going to be you know, it's always going to be that rivalry that you know that 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 bad blood. But you know, yeah, we're definitely not disrespecting each other, team. I think it's more it's more the fact that we have that is because we have so much respect for each other. For sure, you know, they're both teams, you know, especially with the history behind our teams. You know, yeah. we were always going back and back you at it. You guys would always beat us. <laughs> I hey, I mean, I wouldn't even say back when y'all had healing. So yeah, yeah, we were yeah. beating y'all then. Yeah, but we got zero ring, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but no, shout out to Patrick Ewing. Uh, shout out to Patrick Ewing. One of the but, best uh, Nick of all time. 
<laughs> true, true, true. But hey, man, let's let's get into a little bit of fun, man. Let's um, we're we wanted to talk about you know, it, teams are coming around the first quarter, man. There's four quarters in a in a, in a game, so yeah. I wanted to talk about the first quarter, our first quarter thoughts and predictions. So, um, if you want to go ahead, man, what do, what do, what do you see right now in the first quarter? Who do you feel like right now with the playoff predictions? If we had to give me some playoff predictions right now in the first quarter, who who do you guys who do you got? Um, well, I I'm gonna stay. I still stick by my prediction. I think the Pelicans still make the Western Conference Finals. I look hot take. That that's Whoa. my take for the year. I'm sticking Whoa. by it until that's it a pretty me- hot. That's a pretty that's a pretty fiery take right there. Yeah, I've been saying it. I said it. You know, before the season started, I'm gonna stick with it until they give me a reason not to believe it. But okay. um, yeah, no, I, I I he's he's been they they I really I, I'm a huge Zion fan if he stays healthy. But you know, he's been up and down this year in terms of that because they tend to rest him a lot which mm-hmm. I, I understand, but he's also young, but whatever. You know, I think the Pelicans really, they're my, they're the team I think makes the Western Conference final. That's my hot take for the season. I I, I, I do think the Warriors figured out. Um, I, I Another prediction, I've again, I said this, but I think that the East runs through Milwaukee. I think Boston can make a run for it. I think Sixers maybe, you know, hopefully the Heat, you know, your Heat figured it out. But um, in terms of that, I think the, the East is ran by Milwaukee. And the West is really up for grabs. I, I think the Grizzlies finish out on top regular season wise. I think they'll be the number one seed, um, you know, when the season ends. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, in terms of, I also think Dallas is a scary team when uh, come playoff time. Obviously, you have Luca. You have guys like that. Um, and then same, I think the Clippers too as well. With with they're fully healthy, assuming Kawhi is going to be fully healthy come playoff time. With mm-hmm. obviously John Wall, Reggie Jackson, Paul George, all those guys. But uh, let me hear from you. What what do you, what do you got so far? So I'm I'm gonna go two top six teams right now in both conferences because because I, I think I talked about this with you before. Oh yeah, yeah. But like you know with the plan and everything. So right now, who I feel like in the playoffs, especially on the Western side, I think it's the Trailblazers. You know, won't be in the plan. The Suns won't be in the plan. The Mav. Ooh, let me see. I say the Grizzlies are another team that will won't have to matter about playoffs. I say if it catches up to them, because yeah. right now they're number four and no one really expected this, I say the Mavericks will probably take where the Jazz are. I'm not going to say standing-wise, but I feel like I feel like the Jazz, if it catches up to them, you know, hopefully they can stay maintaining it right now yeah. and stuff like that, even though they've lost three straight right now. But, you know, they were number one in, in the NBA for a little bit. Yeah. I, I say the Mavericks take their spot and, you know, being able to. And then I say the Pelicans. So that's six teams okay. right there that I feel like I'm really confident that they'll make yeah. the playoffs and they won't have to be in the play-in. On the back end, I won't even talk about the back end because a lot of that's up for grabs right now in the West, yeah. especially with, like, you know, the Kings, Clippers, Timberwolves, and even the Thunder if they can okay. maintain it. But I also have confidence in the Warriors that they'll kind of come back into it, maybe, you know, have some life you know, yeah. bring come come back to life, and they can take probably a spot. Um, but definitely on the East, my six teams. I mean, I would probably no. I mean, I say these are the six teams right now that I feel are confident that I'll make the playoffs, and they won't be in the play. That's the Celtics, the Bucks, yeah. mm-hmm. the Hawks, the Cavs. I'll say the Raptors as well. But I'm I'm gonna bring this because right now they're just seven and seven. But I'll say the Sixers. I say the Sixers. Bring okay. it back and and they'll be the six six um 
I don't know about being six seed exactly, but I feel like they'll be one of the yeah. six teams that make it into the playoffs and won't have to worry about playing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because when it comes to the playing and everything, a lot of the teams right now, especially the teams right now that are would be in the playing, I mean, it'd be your Knicks, the Wizards, yeah. the Sixers, and the Heat. But I feel like once the season goes on, I feel like the the Sixers will win games, the Pacers, yeah, you know, will kind of maybe dwindle. I'm not gonna say they're gonna skid and be horrible or anything, but these are just predictions. So I, I would think you know maybe something catches up with the Pacers and they kind of lose a couple games, going a little bit of a losing streak, being you know the team that they are, or the team that people you know expect them to be. I'm not saying they're gonna be bad, but yeah, they'll maybe slip into the play in. But I feel like right there, those twelve teams respectively in their conferences will won't have to worry about yeah. being in a play-in. I will say I, I have my list here. Honestly, our lists are very similar, ironically. And for the people out there, you know, we didn't meet up and be like, oh, we have like these top six teams that have the same. Like these are just what we think. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the I'll, – I'll start with the East because you were just talking about that. But the East, very similar. I think Milwaukee, Boston, the Sixers, Cavs, uh, I actually have Miami. I think Miami will. I think they'll figure it out. And then I have the Hawks too. But I want to. You have I, hope. <laughs> yeah, I do have hope. I think they'll figure it out. I wanted to. I put a star around the Raptors. I think they're that outside team looking in. I oh, yeah. wanted to put them top six, but I just don't think they're better than any of those six teams. I I don't think uh, throughout the course of the season. I I don't think they're going to be better than the Heat or Hawks. I, I just I just that's what I think. And then obviously I'm looking at the. I think the Nets. Another hot. I think the. I think the Nets again. I'm very critical of the Nets, but I I think the Nets obviously they're gonna make the plan. I think they get the they get the eight seed, and I think they can. They're not gonna beat Milwaukee or Boston if that's the teams they go against. But I think that they'll make that mm-hmm. series interesting. Obviously, just with Katie and Kyrie alone, and hopefully Simmons improves by then. Of so course. that's I think the Nets have a shot. Depending on what seed they finish, if they're if they're the seven or eight seed, they're not gonna get it past the first round. But if if they're matched up with Cleveland as the three seed, I, I think they could that would be an interesting series to keep your eye on. Um, and then True. looking at the West, the West was this one took me a while just looking at it. There's so many teams, but I think the six my top six teams right now, I gotta go Memphis, the Clippers. I think the Clippers will be a top six seed if if Kawhi's healthy. I think they're a top six seed. Mm-hmm. Dallas, uh, Denver, my, the Pelicans, who I've been very high on, and I think the Warriors will get into that six seed. I think they get there. Mm-hmm. So the outside teams looking at will be the Suns, the Blazers, and Hermie put the Jazz this low. I just don't know if they can keep this up. And with I think some teams will start to figure it out. And mm-hmm. I said it earlier in the show. I think the okay Oklahoma City Thunder make the play in this year. And I that leaves the Timberwolves out, which that was hard for me to do. But I think there's just too much going on in Minnesota, and the West is too good. Like you can't have off the court problems in the West and expect to win. There's just too many good teams. It's really competitive. And I wanted to say I. I, I We've been very critical of the Lakers. I don't think they're a good team at all. But no. I think if LeBron comes back, you know, 100% wherever he is, and I, I think there's a chance they figure it out and can sneak into that 10 seed. As of now, having them outside looking in of that, uh, having them as like the, as the 12 seed right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, also with Sacramento playing the way they're at right now, they can also take that 10 seed. But people, I don't want people to, you know, overreact. You know, it's only been however many, like 14, 15 games. So it's early. You know what I mean? So it's been a quarter. So, you know, and when we have this, when we do this again in halfway through the season, it's going to it's gonna look a lot different. So th- those are my takeaways. Again, I think the Rockets and the Spurs will all finish at the, will finish at the bottom. But the West, I, I think there's 13 teams that can really compete for that plan. There you go. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. For sure. No, I like that. I like that. I like how we both had the same thing, man. We both on the same wavelength. Yeah. Why, do you th- why do you think we I, all I, I want to disagree together, with man? you? I want to disagree with you about it. It's just hard, man. We just, 
thinking alike, man. You know what I mean? But hey, well, hey man, great, great minds think alike, alike, man. Hey, yeah, exactly, exactly. Know, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was surprised I gave more love to the Heat than you did. But hey, I respect that. There's no bias here. You, I, 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 I think they're a lot closer to the top than you know people may think they are because I they'll they'll figure it out. They got enough veterans on that team. And of course, you know, you know, Jimmy playoff time. Jimmy turns it up in Austin. So. I love it. I love it, man. I'm very, very spoiled by that. But hey, man, let, let's get into the let's get into the and again to the awards, man. Who do you who who do you think right now could be the MVP MVP of the league? My pick, my preseason pick was Ja before the season started. You know, but fair, right, fair. That was before like anything, so that was just what I thought. But mm-hmm. I got to give it to Luca, man. I got to give it to Luca. I, I I just think the Mavericks, as I said this last show, they have the perfect team around Luca. Putting up, mm-hmm. he had, I don't know what his average is right now exactly, but at one point he was after 35, 36 a game. Um, I, I think right behind him, though, is going to be Jason Tatum. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. Giannis will be up there. Those guys will be up there. But I got to give it to Luca. As of right now, that's my guy. I think he's going to MVP. What, what, what's, your, uh, what's your feeling on that, Michael? Who, do you, who are you seeing as MVP? So you gave it to Luca, but you said two other names. Your, your preseason, I, my preseason pick was Ja. A hundred percent. Yeah, that was I pick. love Jaw, and I'm gonna stick with it. I'm staying Jaw with still, it. I yeah. think Jaw could. I, I, I hey, love Luca. If my prediction is right, and they finish the one seed. You know, I, I yeah. I, if they I finish the that. top of like top of the West, I, I feel like he would win it. Like, I, and I, and I'm not saying this just taking anything away from Luca because you know they were talking about like you. They, I, I read this cool article about Luca and the usage rate that he has. He's had the third highest. Like kind of, I don't know if it's all time, but the last two players to have higher than him, one of them was actually your boy Russell West, Russell Westbrook, and my he God, won MVP. God. And then I, I forgot who who else it was. I believe it was maybe someone like Steph Curry, and he won MVP too. So, with those type of stats behind Luca, I feel like I, I'm confident to say Luca would win MVP with yeah. that usage rate. But man, I, I love Ja, man. I've always loved Ja, even when he was at Murray State, totally. man. I. I actually was watching Job. Ja. I'm not gonna even act like one of those people. Oh, I know, like how people no, say, yeah. "Oh, I know this one rapper before everybody else know." But I, I, I saw Jaw man early in like Murray State man. I was like, "This dude's gonna be special." I was like, yeah. "This dude is averaging a, almost a triple double. He's almost getting a triple double in almost every game. Dude could drop 30, 40 if he wants to." And dude, he's doing it in the NBA. Right that, now, doing that, dropping forty, coming like he—he's crazy, man. And I, and I love watching it, so I, I'm gonna stick with it right now. I think John I, Moran is is a lead runner for MVP. I, li- I like that. And that's one other note I had about the Luca cases. I was watching; they played Houston last night, and Luca did not play, and they lost to Houston. So I think that shows how much Luca. Look, they're eight and six right now. They're eight and five with Luca, but you know, in the Western Conference, that's pretty impressive. So I think that shows how important Luca is to that team. Obviously, Jaw. Don't get me wrong; Jaw's a part of his team as well. But sure. I, I know people were criticizing Ja last year because they were like twenty and four without him. But like it's John mm. Morant. Like you're not. They're not. We saw in the playoffs. They're not beating the Warriors in a seven game series without Ja. I like. Yeah. I do like that Ja pick. Um. But yeah, I, I think it's gonna come down to one of those. Those. I think come down to one of those four guys. And you also got to give credit to Embiid. Embiid's been picking it up lately. Mm-hmm. Fifty nine uh, point outing. Then he had that forty two outing like twenty four hours earlier than that. Of course. So of it, course. it's a, it's definitely a toss up. But I, I I definitely like that Ja pick for sure. Oh yeah, no, for sure. And then definitely, I mean, if Jaw, I mean Jaw, I I like Jaw, and obviously he's my MVP pick. But I would say it's a close second. 
with uh the way even with the way they're playing right now is the Celtics and Jason Tatum. Yeah, Jason Tatum seven game win streak. Eight game win streak right now and he he's killing him man. I like Jason Tatum man. I especially I almost picked him like I did a I did like a a thing with myself where I was like a really too early like right after the finals type of yeah. MVP thing and I was like Jason Tatum could come off of just wanting to have revenge on the league on the Warriors yeah, everything going on with Boston too with their head. going on with Boston I was just like oh yeah let me let me put Jason Tatum as MVP but I mean I couldn't over my guy Jaw but I would say it's almost a close second those three guys right there Jaw. Luca and Jason Tatum, I feel like that's very, very close. But, you know, I know there's a lot of conversation when it comes to the MVP, just like when it comes to, like, you know, on TNT, they talk about it. But, you know, it it, it, it kind of matters when it's when your team does well. So, you know, yeah, it, it's, exactly. you know, if your team's doing really well and you're doing really well, you have a higher chance of winning the MVP. Yeah. So, especially with that, especially if things keep controlling and, you know, Jason Tatum keeps doing what Jason Tatum does and they're number one in these. Amen. Why wouldn't you want him as your MVP? Yeah. So, but yeah, no, that's, that's what I got to say about the MVP race. But um, <laughs> let's get into an interesting one. Rookie of the year. Because yeah. I know I'm about to make some homers really upset. <laughs> I mean, mine's still Paolo. Uh, okay, I think he's going to come fair. back. Hopefully, he comes back soon. I just, he was, he came in right away. Not I'm knocking anybody else. True. Mathurin's doing his thing. Don't get me wrong. It's going to come down to Paolo Mathurin. As long as Paolo comes back and plays, you know, most of the year. But mm-hmm. I, I think he's the most pro ready in the sense where he came in right away, putting up like 30, not 30 games, but he had a couple games, he had 30 balls, whatever. I, I give it to Paulo. You can't really go as of this second right now. You know, probably Mathurin, but I think at the end of the season, I do think Paulo is going to take it home. I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Shout out to the 407. Shout out to my family. Shout out to the Rodriguez. Hey, shout, out, shout out to Michael's oh, family. Hey. Shout out to Michael's family. Shout out to the Osorio family. But I'm sorry. I'm so so sorry. But on the fact that I said, you know, when your team performs well and you yeah. win well. But that's the thing about the Rookie of the Year award. Like they don't always. It's hard to base that on winning because usually it is. But to be fair, if Mathurin's helping this team win, that helps his case. But I'll let you take it from here. Exactly, exactly. And and with that, and it's just the way he's performing, and just the way I like this guy, man. He's just he's a stud, man. And ever since you know, you know that con- that that interview where he's like, I need I need LeBron to show me something. I was like. Oh, I was like, whoa. I was like, who's this guy? I was like, Benedict, Benedict Mathurin. That's a pretty dope name. Like, I like Paul Charo <laughs> too, but he came in and like, yeah, I got to say it, man. Rookie of the year. If consistency keeps going, man, especially, man. It's impressive. And he doesn't impressive. have as big as a shot. Not, he doesn't have as big as like a, I'm not, I don't want to say role, but, you know, he's not starting. So it's like, yeah. it's impressive what he's doing with his, you know. It, what's crazy is he's not even starting and he's playing, I believe, the one the top I think top three most minutes on that team yeah and he's and, that, and he's not even playing starting so and, and the fact that he could possibly win rookie of the year and six man of the year that drives me nuts because I'm just like dude he's gonna win two awards like yeah as like, a rookie I, as a rookie and I love that so I, I I'm sorry I'm sorry for for my my people back home in Orlando but hey Orlando I, people, I got say, you I, I still think Paulo takes it off don't worry <laughs> I say my guy better than like the that, third place. I, yeah. I, I like that. And as I said, it is it is very impressive what he's doing with his um opportunity. Like obviously he's playing a lot of minutes, but like coming off the bench, 
that's you know it's he's, it's not the same situation as Paulo where he's coming in. I think like the Magic kind of know he's their guy. Even the players kind of know it. Sure. But yeah, I, I do like that pick. Obviously, I'm still rolling with Paulo, but I I, I Mathurin's right there. You can't really go wrong. Yeah, no, 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 for sure, for sure. No, I can't. I can't do anything with Mathurin. I can't get Mathurin out of my head. I know that sounds weird, but man, that dude <laughs> is a dog. I just I like watching him play. He he just has he he has this chip on his shoulder that just it's huge, man. This chip on his shoulder is huge. Where he's just like, I don't I don't care who you are. I'm gonna play my game. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in your face, and and I don't even care what you gotta say, man. I don't care if you're LeBron James. I don't even. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't even care if it was Michael Jordan across from him. He'd be like, I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna try to drop forty on you. And I yeah. like that because even guys like Michael Jordan or even guys like Kobe, you know, RIP to my boy Kobe, but um. Mm. Like those are the guys that they were like, I don't, I don't care who you are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to kill you. I'm gonna go for you. That's what makes them great. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's what separates you. Exactly. That's that. You know, especially now, that's definitely that Mamba mentality. You know, yeah, definitely 100%. now. It's like I, I don't care who you are. Whatever. I'm gonna do whatever I can to to win this game. I'm gonna do whatever to take you out. And he he does that. He does that good, and his team's performing well. So it's it's a nice little combination of everything for Benedict. So I gotta say, right now, my prediction for rookie of the year is definitely Benedict III. I like that. I like that. I like that. So, but um, yeah, let's let's um, mm, I we could talk about it. I really didn't know who to really pick right now because I feel like it's still early in the season for that type of type of thing. Because especially we have guys that like are doing really well like in the blocking way yeah. and in the steals. But who who do you feel could right now win DPOI? Yeah, I was stuck between two guys. Uh, Giannis, obviously, because he's on the best defensive team in the league. Mm-hmm. It, my personal defensive player, I don't know if he wins it. My personal defensive player is OG Ananobi. OG Ananobi. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, I, I we've talked about before, but I'm a fan of guys who – in my, in my – um, Opinion with differentiate guys differentiates guys on the defensive end is if they can defend the one through five and you know defend it well. Obviously mm-hmm. he's getting steals, but like he's not it's not cheap steals. Like the guys taking the ball away from like the best players on other teams, and it's just impressive to see because he's also scoring the ball well. And I, I, I growing up I was uh, me and my dad were big IU fans. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously now you know West Virginia, West Virginia, West Virginia. <laughs> so I was I loved OG at IU and then he got drafted to the Raptors. He kind of reminds me of a mini Kawhi, ironically. Just he yeah. defends the ball. He, look, he's not Kawhi, but that Raptors team, he's a big piece of that Raptors team. So my personal pick for defense player is OG on the Nobi. I think he's gonna keep that up. I don't know if he'll win it because he might I I don't know if he'll get it over Giannis, but my pick, if it's up to me, I'm giving it to OG on the Nobi. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I, I like that. For me, I'm I'm still gonna go with the most typical because he isn't he's he's number one on the number one defensive team and he yeah. just and it's just it, it's him and it's Giannis it's Giannis at Sakumbo and I, I think it's just everything man that guy brings everything to the court I mean he's their leading scorer but then on the defensive end he's like their defensive anchor and like it's like he yeah. can guard one through five if he wants to if he wanted to like he could guard he could guard your best guy and then he could also guard your big man if 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 need 100%. be So, so I'm gonna have to go with him. I believe he's top ten in both steals and and um blocks. But I will say this: I I believe yes, Giannis is number one defensive, and number two is um OG. But I will say this: there's still Marcus Smart who's doing well on defensive end. Smart, Mm -hmm. but we brought him up earlier, and he's top 
he's top oh, yeah, fifteen. Is, he's top fifteen in in both stats, but he's top five in one of them. But SGA, man, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Shea Gilders Alexander, man, is top five in steals, and he's top fifteen in blocks as a guard. Who? I, yeah, <laughs> that 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 reminds me. I was looking at Shea for that. The only thing that I think from a media perspective is the only reason again, not the only reason I didn't pick Giannis, but like, I feel like the media doesn't want to you know vote for the same guy over and over. The only oh, thing yeah. I. The only thing I thought about Chase, he does so much offensively that people like kind of like undermine his defensive game. So oh, that's a, you know what I mean. But he don't get me wrong, great defender, great two way player. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I definitely I I would keep my eye on for that. But he just does so much offensively that people don't really realize his impact on the defensive side of the ball as much as they do for true. Giannis. You know what I mean? But true, I do true. I definitely that's that's a lot of people probably don't realize. I feel like a lot of people don't talk enough about his defense just because offensively he's so gifted, gifted and talented. Oh, yeah, no, most definitely, and I and I love that about him. And I will say, people watch out for Shea, watch out for Shea, especially is- if he continues. And I know the way he plays, or I, I like the way he plays. Not just saying I know exactly how he plays, yeah, but definitely with the way he plays and that he just keeps doing his thing. I I will say for sure, a hundred percent, like yeah. he could he could be in the talks by the end of the season if he keeps going. So I will say that. So people keep an eye out for Shea. But definitely, I'm on the same boat. OG and OG and Giannis are right yeah. now at top. I'd probably just give Giannis more of the nod because he's on the number one defensive team. Yeah. But a lot of that is on him. So yeah. you know, it, it's great to see that, and um, I like that. So, but um, hey, let's get in. Let's get into this, man. Let's get into um. I don't know if you want to go third team. We could we could not do third team, but let, let's see right now. What are your predictions for first and second team, like all, all right. NBA teams? Who, who do you, who you, do you got? So I'll start with first team. Or who, what do you want me to start with, first or second? Let's do um, – let's do, start with second. Start with second. Let's, like let's build – yeah, like yeah, build like up that. a little – little yeah, but a little um, mystery on behind I it. I did have to leave a couple names out. Okay. Um, it was tough. This took me a while because I was, yeah. Do some know. do some honorable mentions first, yeah. and then go into second. Well, so basically, first. you want me to say my third team essentially, or like I know I got you, but like yeah. Well, like no, yeah. To go to my second team, the guys I had to leave out, which you know I was highly critical of him, was Donovan Mitchell. Um, wait, whoa, what? Like he did not make my All NBA second team. Donovan Mitchell didn't make your second team. For my third team, I, 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 I the only reason. It was hard because regards, it's tough because I I have Ja and Shea. Okay, okay. And then my first team for well, I'll start with my second team. But yeah, I have Ja Shea. With- yeah, Ja on your second team, you have John Shea. Well, I, let me get into that. Let me get into that. I got okay. John Shea. I got KD. I got Siakam and Jokic. First team, this was hard because first team I have Luca and Curry, and obviously if Luca's my pick for MVP, he's got to be first team all league, and I think Curry's. I think the Warriors are going to figure it out and be a top top seed in the Western Conference. Okay. Um, and because remember, for all NBA, it's guard, guard, forward, forward, center. It's not like they do the five best players. No, no, so yeah. That's why it's tough. Don't give me if you. If I'm doing the top five, Ja is a hundred percent top five this year. So yeah. I had. So yes, yeah, so my second team. Sha, uh, it's Ja, Shea, KD, Siakam, Jokic, and then my first team is Luca, Steph, Jason Tatum, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. Mm, that's pretty. <laughs> It Wait, was hard though. Bry, you you have me punching there because I love him, but you don't even have. I mean, with those guards, what? Oh, I mean, oh yeah, I I get it, but 
Oh, Don, my boy Donovan Mitchell, man. Yeah, that, I have that him is... at third. I just okay. I... That hurts. <laughs> okay, you you know me. I, I'm critical of Mitchell. He's been playing. You great are. This you year. are. I'm gonna give him credit for credits too. I was, of course. I, I it's early to say. I don't want to say I was wrong yet because it's early. But mm. are you are you taking him over Shea and Ja this year, or are you taking tell like if you're okay? Let me let me put it to you this way: out of Luca, Steph, Ja, and Shea, who are you taking out to put in Mitchell? If there's anybody, me personally, I don't. There's nobody I'm putting. I can't. I can't put him over Shea. Okay, so so let me let me let me do my my second team. Yeah, yeah you got to get to it. So my second team at guard, I have Steph. I have Shea. Okay. My small forward is well, it's really forwards in general. I have um, oh my lord, why am I? Where's my list? Where is my list? I need to get to my list of players. What am I doing? What am I doing right now? Hold on, let me get to my players. So I have Steph. Shay. Then I also have at the small forward position. I have Kevin Durant. Okay. We got that. Okay. And then I have um not Nikolai Jokic. What am I saying? Who's another forward that is doing really good this season? It was hard because the forward spots yeah. I couldn't really pick out a lot of guys that are doing so well this year. But um I had it well actually. With the way he's been playing and everything, I did have it at small forward. Hold on. Actually, yeah, I don't even know my other forward. I, I kept talking about this with myself, and I couldn't really pick another forward. So let me let me come back to that forward spot. Okay. But my big man ranting it out is Nikolai Jokic, obviously. Okay, so I we mean, have three of the same five. We have three of the five. Three of the same of the five. So you so hold on, go back to your second team. You so had. I had Josh, Shea, KD, Siakam, and Jokic. Siakam and Jokic. So we just disagreed on Ja and um uh, Ja and Siakam. Uh Ja and Siakam, yeah. Yeah. See, cause uh, it hurt see, me to put Ja. I, I did hurt me to put Ja too, though. I will say that. Yeah. for me, I probably would the way he's been performing, I probably would have to agree with putting Siakam in there as another forward because the only other guy that I could say is doing probably just as well. I mean, maybe Paul George. Yeah, I had Paul George on my third team, but I just had to give it to Siakam. But it, Paul George is um, right there behind him. Yeah, I, I'd probably give it to Siakam because the team's doing better. So, so four of the five, you'd say this, we have the you know same. So you yeah. just think that. Jaws first team, which you can definitely make an argument for. I just, I just have it as, I just have it Curry right now. So yeah, so I had yeah. So my first team right now would be Jaw, Luca, Tatum, Giannis, and Embiid. Okay, so we really have the same top ten players. Just yeah, we have she- you just have Jaw and Curry flipped. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Give, tell me more about that. Why you put? What, what do you think about that? I think it is because he's he's performing. I would say he's uh, performing almost the same like like Curry, but his team's winning, and I would That's say fair. obviously That's his fair. team is doing better. But it's also the fact that Jaws able to do everything else that I'm not gonna say Curry can't do, yeah. but Curry is literally just doing the scoring for them. Like yes, he has to facilitate stuff. But like that's where I guess that usage rate comes in, where like Luca gets that nod because like. Like with the usage rate of Luca, I feel like that's why I picked him over Curry. Really, I really had Curry yeah. over. I had do. I had Luca over Curry. 
yeah more okay. than having jaw i felt like jaw was more of his own because you know i felt like i compared more of jaw with shay because they're guys that will do a lot more than like luca does the same but like i just felt like the way they're luca's being used where he's doing a little bit of everything for them you know yeah. with 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 the mavericks it's almost like the same with curry in a way but like it's like for curry he just kind of like they're like score, 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 yeah. score, and then Luca's like, all right, okay, facilitate score. But then you have John Shea, where it's like they they can facilitate score, but then they can also play on a defensive end as well. Yeah, but then Jaw really doesn't have to do as much because of how great his team is because he has Desmond Bain. Yeah, that's and all that I stuff. To, I wanted to ask you. I'm sorry, I just want to ask you this before I forget about that. Mm-hmm. So like. What do you like? I think if you take Ja off the Grizzlies and or and if you take Curry off the Warriors, I think the Warriors are way worse. Oh yeah, no, for sure. You know, that's for also sure. why I just think team impact. No, don't get me wrong, Ja's great, but mm. that, that was the, that was another reason why I had Curry over him. Yeah, it's just Curry, what he's doing, and that's you fair. know, I, okay, he's playing with good players, just not performing as well. So I'm sorry to cut you off. Continue what you're saying. No, no, no. I mean, no, you're right. You really kind of just finished what I was gonna say. It's just, I, I mean. I think I'm being more of a I don't even know how to say the word, but like I'm I'm falling too much of the trap that like the way these guys get these awards is the fact on like how good their team kind of does. So it's like that's why I had to give the nod over some of the guys are I feel like if the team was performing well it was a little bit different. Some of my guys on the second team would be on the first team. Yeah. You know, because of how good their teams are performing or Really, my second team is kind of just filled with some players that their teams are not performing as well, but they're doing really well, like Steph oh, Curry. So then where'd you have Mitchell? Because I had him third team. And where uh, I have him third team as well. Ah, can I get an apology, please? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, because it's just... It's it. I just oh it's just there's just guys who are hard. over him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's not a hard position. It's just, just I want to hear... Can you just tell me? I want to see if our third team was similar. Who was your third team? So my third team, my point guard was uh, Trey Young. Okay, okay. My guard was Donovan Mitchell. My small forward was, um, I mean, at this point, it was pretty much Paul George. Okay. Uh, my other, it was Anthony Davis because he's pretty much doing well. Yeah. And then my my center, I mean, I probably had. I, I didn't even know what center was doing really good. Like another center, like it's really hard between just having Embiid and Jokic. Yeah. That, okay. So with my center spot, I had, um, I think I just put it out there, but I had Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. Yeah. Um, similar again. Um, but uh, I mean, a couple of differences, but so I had Mitchell. I, yeah. I had Devin Booker though on, on 13. Um, mm-hmm. Paul George. I had LeBron because. I wanted. I I feel like I had LeBron and AD, but my thinking was if the Lakers are that bad, there's no way they can have two guys on the All NBA team. That just cannot. I happen. picked. I picked AD over LeBron. Yeah. I I'm just. I just. I just think Anthony Davis puts up stats, but doesn't make a huge impact. That's the only reason I had LeBron over him. Mm-hmm. But again, it's the Lakers. Like they cannot have. They cannot. I don't care what anyone says. They cannot have two guys on the All NBA team if they're bottom three team in the West. And then my son was Sabonis. Sabonis is more of like a my pick. Like I just love Sabonis, so like, I don't mm-hmm. know if he gets thirteen. But if it's up to me, I, I the Kings are winning. Sabonis is at the average a double double, I believe. So th- that was my pick for center. I, I there was other guys you could have put Cat. I mean, I guess you could have make an argument for Gobert too. But mm-hmm. I my if it was up to me, I right now I would I would personally give it to Demontis Sabonis. 
Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. The only person I thought, but I didn't want to be a homer, was really Bam. Oh, behind Karate yeah. Towns, because, like, the way he performs on our team and does well, it's like I can't think of another big man that probably is just as good as Bam. Yeah. But then he it's was, just like, yeah, it's just yeah. hard to say. But I mean, I didn't want to say that. I just, I really picked Karate Towns over the point right now because he's averaging a lot on a team that should be really, really good. Yeah, and they're like right now they're right now they're the twelve seed, I believe, right or eleven seed. No, 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 no. They moved up a little bit. They won some games. Oh no, yeah, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry, I was looking. They've been the doing some good, so they're just, um, yeah. So I I pick Carnty Towns. I like Carnty Towns, but only the person I really thought of. I did think of as a bonus, which that's probably some disrespect that I didn't put him there. But I was I had I had Bam ahead of him. I had yeah I had Bam right right after Car Anthony Towns. So yeah, yeah. Okay. So pretty pretty like I like that I like that I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but um yeah I mean that's that's rounding up our little predictions, man. I like those little predictions that we had. I think we had some really good uh, predictions. Again, I'm so. trying to disagree with you, but we're just agreeing on that a lot of stuff, which I think <laughs> we didn't we even talking. talk about this. Like, we didn't even go into each no, other. No, no, not at all. I don't want people this. out there thinking, oh, we just, let's make a list, put everything the same, and just talk about it. But, like, I think that, like, we're seeing a lot of the same stuff, noticing a lot of the same stuff. So, you know, I think we, out of the the, the the 15 guys who made all NBA teams, like we had like 12 who were the same or whatever, 10, 11, 12 were the same, which I thought was really, you know, kind of shows, you know, that we really are on the same wavelength in terms of, you know, watching basketball and t- our takeaways. So, uh, you know, yeah, that that's, that's, I definitely agree with a lot of what you were saying before, though. For sure. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. All right. And now we're just, hey, man, we're coming to the end of this, but we're going to get to some fun things right now. Let's we do are it. Let's do go- it. Into the very a, hey, I want to give the shout out to everyone that watches this. Doesn't matter who you are, if you're family, your great friends, if you're just somebody random that just saw our link and was like, "Oh, let me click in and listen to these For guys." Sure. We appreciate you big time. We, we got. I I will say I I have big aspirations for this podcast and. We got way more love and support than I thought we would get after one episode. Actually, like, generally means a lot to us. You know, we really, really, you know, just love the game of basketball, doing what we love, talking about it. Mm-hmm. I just thank everyone for all the love, sharing it on their IGs, you know, commenting questions on our uh, Instagram. It just means a lot to us. You know, it, it's really like, it's really a dream of ours. And, you know, we just hopefully keeps going up and, you know, stay stay tuned. And we got a lot coming for you this coming for, coming for you guys on this podcast. Exactly. Exactly. But, hey. Let's get into it, man. We had some questions. We had some very good questions from shout some out to viewers. My cousin Noah. Shout out to my cousin Noah asking questions. Uh, shout out to Andre. And uh, there's a couple other people who asked questions. Michael, I think. Uh, no, I have a very special shout out to a very special person. Uh, Chelsea. 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 Shout out you. Chelsea. Shout out Chelsea. She has Chelsea, we're picking you up to play, uh, play basketball at the rec with us. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. She she's a hooper. She's a hooper. Can't wait to have her. Hey, man, she's she's good, man. She's good. But uh, we're I'm gonna start with her question, man. She talked about how really just the post game, like how how's the post game used today? Is it used less today yeah. in today's game? And I mean, I I I could go first on this because I have a go pretty intriguing view on it because growing up i mean even even as basic as like even when i would play like 2k and stuff i always loved making big men and i mean growing up watching like old school basketball and stuff like that i really admired guys like hakeem elijah 
David right. Robinson, you know, even your boy Pat Pat Hewing, and mm-hmm. you know, especially like back in the day, like even when we were picking our all NBA teams, man, it's so hard to really kind of just pick guys in the center position spot now because yeah. it's like we don't. There's not a lot of dominant big men anymore, and it and it's kind of sad to see, but. I feel like the game's evolving where guys are becoming smarter to where they're like tending more to their um like strength. So like I'm gonna bring up a couple guys that I still see today that yeah. the post game is definitely I will say this, Chelsea, the post game is definitely less used in today's game because it's very spaced out floor. But I will give you some names that these are the guys that are still kind of back to the basketball post you up. And it, and it's kind of nice because some of them are young, but Sangoon. From oh, yeah. from the Rockets, dude posts up, hits, you know, nice little shimmies, nice little hook shots, you know, up and unders. I like him. Um, Zabonis still kind of does it. Yeah. You know, I mean, he gets it from his dad, and his dad was a great, great uh, trailblazer and obviously, you know, was one of those big men that was like, I believe he was like 7'3", I believe, 7'4". Yeah. He, he was a tall great. guy, but then he was – he could facilitate. He had his back to the basket. He could hit you with a nice little fadeaway, but then he hit my nice little giveaway. So I'd say Zabonis, Sangoon. Um, I mean, Bam. Bam. Mm, I, I I pick Bam because he's more of just – he gets in the post, but he's very kind of mid-range. So, like, he kind of beats you more off of, like, I'm going to post you up, but then I'm going to face up, and I'm going to hit you with a jab set and go to the rim. You know, he doesn't do yeah, too sure. much of like, you know, hitting fadeaways and everything. Cause only the person that I could really think that does like really stays in the post and does their thing is like on a consistent basis is really Giannis, maybe. Yeah. Because he just he just posts up everybody and he just he gets down there. I mean, even Shaq has said like people, there's like this one thing where Shaq is like sitting on a chair and he talks about how like people are like, oh, there's no more, sh- there's no more guys like Shaq, and he's like, oh, I am, I'm still in the league. My name is the Greek Freak, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like I-, I see that because he posts people up and he just dominates down there. Like he does what Shaq did kind of back in the day. It's just you know he just wasn't he wasn't as big as Shaq yeah. back in the like you know Shaq was an anomaly, man. Like he. Massive. Oh yeah, he's the like. I'm sorry, probably back to the really, really old, old like '60s Wilt Chamberlain or even Kareem. But Shaq was is probably in my eyes the most dominant big man of all time. Yeah. Like you could not, not stop sure. him at all. So and five guys at him, still not enough. No, oh, yeah, nope, nope, not enough. You had to pretty much send the army after yeah. him. He would still probably drop. It'd be barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken. Man. So yeah, but how about you, man? What how, what do you yes. guys say? Um, obviously agree with your point of how now it's more spaced out. Obviously Curry changed the, you know, he really incorporated that three point ball. No. So I think my the one guy I want to bring up, I think it's the perfect example of how the game has transcended really in the last 10 years, maybe even less, but was Brooke Lopez. Mm. Um, looking back at his, you know, New, New Jersey Nets, Brooklyn Nets days, he had one three pointer in his first seven. It took him seven seasons for him to make his first three pointer. Right. Yes. And now he's leading the NBA big man in three point makes. So I think that itself shows how much the game is. Because I remember when I was first getting basketball, obviously, you know, from Jersey. So I I pay attention to the Nets. And Lopez, if he was outside the three-point line, you're like, what is he doing? And now it's you can't leave him open. And he's seven feet tall, so you're not blocking a shot really either. So I think that itself shows how um how much the game has changed. I feel like nowadays 
it, 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 there are, as you said, there aren't many guys who stay in the post. So I feel like it's really like you're either a rim protector or a stretch big. Like, yeah. well, rim protectors, I think, like, you know, Capella, Gobert, DeAndre Ayton, and then stretch bigs like Porzingis or Cat. Like, I just think there's like a fine line between the two. Yeah. And obviously, there's a couple of guys you said, Giannis, but like, I think nowadays it's really, I can really, if you go through every team, I feel like they're big guys, either a rim protector or a stretch big. And sure. obviously, we, you know, Cat, he can shoot too. But um, so that's my take on it. Like, there's nobody really like Hakeem anymore, like Kareem, like guys who like live in the post, like the dream shake, like all the footwork. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's my take on it. I'm not saying it's bad. It's reality is, you know, the game's changed. You see, mm-hmm. they, I, Brooke Lopez, I think it's the perfect example to show how much the game's changed really since the last decade or so. So that's my yeah. take on it. I love it. I mean, I would love to see more guys in the paint. I also oh, yeah. think it's tricky, you know, they have that defensive three-second violation. You know, that's obviously a rule, yeah. so I think that might play a part. I mean, it's for the defense, on the defensive side. But, yeah, that's my take on it. I just think there's a – it's really either your rim protector or stretch big. So that, that's what I think. But, uh, you know, it's fun to watch, so, you know, I'm not complaining. Yeah, we live in this different generation now where it's yeah. just, you know, guys can shoot from the half-court line and, yeah. you know, might as well just – I mean, you would think – if you're gonna space it out, you would have more one-on-one down low, but we just don't see it where guys are just, just force don't. feeding it down there, or guys even want to be down there. So like there are some guys where I'm like, they should be in the paint doing post work, but they're out of the three-point. But line. they're not. Anthony, yeah, da- Anthony Davis. Um, but we'll we'll continue. <laughs> he's a good three-point shooter, but like he's not as good as a three-point shooter as he says he is. That that's all. But Anthony Davis, yeah, fair, fair, fair. But uh, let, let, let's move on. We got another question here. I think this was one of, from one of from one of your people. They want to talk about the Cavs. Yeah, shout out my cousin Noah. He's been a Cavs fan as long as I've known him. So it, it's he's he's a, he's a day one Cavs fan. I gotta give him credit credits too. Uh, you know Noah, I love you, my guy. I, I Michael will tell you how critical I was of Donovan Mitchell. He knows I'm not a big uh, volume shooter guy. That's why I'm also critical. No, of he's not. No, he's not. not. <laughs> Michael knows. Michael knows. But I gotta. They're on a bit of a. They started like eight and one. Now they're eight and five again. Yeah. It's, it's a season of biggest injuries. Was, injuries. A lot of yeah, like Donovan exactly. Mitchell set out some. But games. That's when Garland had 50, 52, I think, which one you know they were out like half their team. Man. But um, my take on the Cavs, Noah, to, to be frank with you, I think they're a playoff team, no doubt. Maybe win a, I think they can win a playoff series, but I personally don't think they're they're step below Milwaukee, Philly, Boston, Miami. I just don't think they're. I think they might finish top four in the in the East, but I don't see them making the conference finals. I think their cap this season with you know they're not the most experienced group of young guys. I, I don't know if they can get past the second round. But Michael, well, let me know your thoughts. I know you love Donovan Mitchell. Oh, that's my guy. I love Spider Man. I, I I have his shoes, his basketball shoes. I don't wear them. Because I have Curry's, unfortunately, yeah. but um, I love Donovan, man, and um, I feel like that new ah, oh, there's this one edit video I see on like YouTube Shorts of you know just the times that you know he lost. It shows like every year that he lost in the playoffs, and it's like yeah. sad music, and then the music kicks up, and it plays like you know like those those edits that you play, and it's Donovan Mitchell, you know, <laughs> thriving in the Cavs. But Noah, you're gonna like my take. I think the Cavs finish top three in the East. You think they finish I, over Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly? I don't. I don't think they finish over Boston and Milwaukee. Okay, for but sure, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But I see. I see them finishing. I can over see that. Sixers and and Miami and all. Yeah, I feel. I Noah, you like my take. Hopefully, you like my take. I think they finish top three, especially when they have everybody playing. Do you think how Garland, far do you think they go in the playoffs though? 
Oof. I don't know. That, that's my that's thing. I think a good question. You know, I, I, I see them winning a playoff series. I don't see them winning more than one playoff series. That That's what I – that's, that's my fair. I say I'm confident enough to where they can maybe go to the – like, like I to just, the Eastern I Conference. Can... Just, I don't know. But I don't know because it's it's depends on it's who tough. they run to, run into. It's tough because if they – I think if they play Philly or if they're the four seed and they play Milwaukee second round, oof. Oof. Their I season mean, might be over then. But again, again, I think a lot of that agree depends on who they're matched up with, where they finish, who, if there's any upsets, that and that. But as you're saying, that's true. I say they finish top three. So I like that. I like that. I, I, I like. like that. I, I like the Cavs. I love Donovan Mitchell. I know it's volume shooter, but man, dude, dude performs very, very well, and he just, I, I just feel like he just didn't have enough help, like he has now. Yeah, I think a little bit. Reminds me a little bit of Harden. It's again, it's not completely Mitchell's fault because he has not have a ton of help, but oh, he always puts up numbers in the regular season. Always, he's a great offensive player. He great score. Don't get me wrong. It's just my questions are playoff time again. He wasn't in the greatest situation with Gobert in Utah. Utah was a solid team, but sure. that's my worries. Playoff time, but look, hey, he's playing with Garland. He's playing with other guys like um, obviously Mobley, Jared Allen. So he's not gonna have to do everything offensively. But again, I just. Don't see any world where they do make it past the second round. I just don't. Mm. Sorry, oh. no, I love you, but that that's my opinion. You asked for it, I gave it to you. My guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let, let's move to the next one, man. Um uh, I mean, we, we talked about them. We talked about Sixers and the Cat. We kind of talked a little bit with the Cavs with some of the Sixers. So let, let's talk about the Embiid and Garland 50 point oh, games yeah. from last week, man. That was ridiculous. I, I enjoyed it because especially for Embiid, he's showing that he can still play. He's still a big MVP type of talk, possibly. He's and been... he makes free throws, too, which is even more impressive for Embiid. He makes I think free he throws. Shot 28 free throws, I believe, that game. He, he, he had 58 points. No, it's 24 free throws, maybe. But he had 58 points on like 28 shots, which, again, I don't know if all those fouls were fouls, but hey, at the end of the day, you know, the ref called him, put the points on the board, and finished with 59 points. So. And then Garland, on the other hand, he did it with. That a was a fun Cavs 50 team. to watch. That it was, was a fun. great 50. Yeah. Very, um, very fun to watch. And I, and I enjoyed it, man. And Embiid and Garland, man, those 50 point games were, were something else, especially the fact that Embiid went to the line 24. Uh, what was it 24 times or something? I think, like that? It, was, made... I think it, was, it was in the 20s for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, man. Hey, James Harden did that for a living, too. So, hey, that, we that's what yeah. credit's due. He probably learned it. I mean, they're on the same team. He probably was like, he's probably at practice learning it with and, with yeah. Harden. Let's so. be fair, most seven foot guys cannot shoot free throws that well. So, you know, shout out to MB. No. Um, I think Philly's going to turn it around. So, yeah, that, that's my takes yeah. on it. You know, they were yeah. both very fun to watch. See, so shout out to your boy Noah, man. If this type of stuff could continue with Garland, man, like oh, him yeah. and Donovan Mitchell, are you kidding me? Are you yeah. kidding me? Like that, that like even, even, I think I'm confident he's done it. He's gotten close to it, but Donovan Mitchell will score 50 in a game if he wants to. On 50 shots, though. No, I'm kidding. Okay. You're, you're probably right. You're probably <laughs> right. But he, he could do it, man. He, he no, yeah. up no, not, 40, no disrespect. He, so. No doubt. No doubt. He's very talented offensively. So I don't want to, you know, be a Debbie Downer and all that sense. But, you know, <laughs> I, 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 he, he's very much capable of going off for 50 points. Oh yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So let, let's let's talk about another. Somebody brought up. I think this was maybe Andre De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox. Um, who brought up? Who brought up De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox? Fox. Andre, 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 Andre. Yeah, Andre's been big on the Kings. That's been his sleeper team. Hey man. Um, hey, well hey. they're doing good. They're, they're doing, doing good. good. De'Aaron Fox is doing well. I like. Mm-hmm. I like De'Aaron Fox. I think we did talk 
I mean, I think Andre's going to like it in the beginning. We did talk a lot about the Iron Fox. We, we talked about the Kings. So, I mean, the only thing I could really say is that he's becoming a scarier player, that yeah. he's getting comfortable with the three-point shot. But I where love does he rank Fox. in your top guards? Like, where do you think he – I'm not saying I got an exact number, but where do you think he's roughly in, in terms of top guards in the league? Like point guards, I'll say. Okay, so point guards. I'm gonna say guys that I think are better than him, and then mm-hmm. you could, and then yeah. we could piece where that is. So guys that I think that are better than De'Aaron, and I know this is kind of like putting him in a negative light because I'm saying guys that are better than. Him, but I think Steph Curry's better than him. Damian Lillard's better than him. Right now, with the way he's playing, Shea is better than him. You gotta put Kyrie when he's healthy, when he plays. Like right now, De'Aaron Fox. But if we're, are we talking about right now, the second? Right like now, this, the second oh, this, I wouldn't yeah, even put. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, no, 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 I'm not. I don't even. <laughs> John Morant too, though. Uh, yeah, John Morant. So that's that's Damian Lillard. That's four guards right now that I think are better than him. Um, we talking about point guards or just guards in general? Point guards, because okay, that's okay. really yeah. Because I mean, that's just that's, there's Jaw, Steph, yeah, um, Damian Lillard, Luka too. Luca No, he is a point guard. He's definitely okay. a point guard. Uh, I mean CP3. I, this year I'm taking De'Aaron over CP3. Oh yeah, no, for sure. So I would say five or six in the league. I like I, I think that's respectable. I think that's really respectable for him, especially coming off of really nobody was really even talking about him. Oh Trey Young. Did we say Trey Young? I would take De'Aaron Fox over Trey Young. Oh, I'm sorry, oh. Trey Young. I'd take him over De- I'd say Trey Young's right after De'Aaron Fox. I would put Trey over De'Aaron. Ooh, I, I, I mean that's not that bad. I don't, I don't think. I, don't I, I feel like it's more of just who would you? I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, I feel this like it's maybe you're comfortable with. Like as of like this first fifteen games, Darren's probably been a like Trey hasn't been bad. He just hasn't been as efficient as he should. He's been be. hurt, hasn't he? He's been hurt he's for been, a couple of games. Was, yeah, he's been out with, for whatever reason. But I'm I would probably take Trey over him. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, that, that's just my opinion. But I, I I definitely oh I mean if Harden classifies as a point guard too, um, but not about, right I mean, now. That's true. That's true. What about Garland though? We can talk about Darius Garland. He just came back though. That's what I was saying. He's just coming back, so I feel like him. Yeah. Getting into it, I feel like yeah. If he keeps playing like how he played last week, yeah, I'd probably put him over De'Aaron. But De'Aaron's been been playing since game one, so I wouldn't. Yes. So yeah. okay, that, no, that's fair. That's fair. I was just throwing some names out there. But yeah, I, I, I agree. yeah, because I think I can't think of any other guards. I mean, I mean, you have point Drew, guards. Drew, I wouldn't take Drew Holiday over him. No disrespect to Holiday. Um, no, Drew I, Holiday's I, having that all star all star season, just like how he did when he was on the Sixers. Yeah, I mean, I still, I probably still give the nod to Fox. Yeah, I probably would too. You know, um, yeah, but yeah, I, I think we're finally putting respect on the Kings. Like you and me, especially oh, yeah. on this podcast, we're giving love to the Kings, which you know, of course, not many people can say. So, so yeah, so top five, type six point guard in the league, De'Aaron Fox. I mean, that's good. Yeah, I feel like that's like that's that. good enough. I don't even think people. I don't even think people last year even put him top ten. No, I, 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 I'm looking at this one list. Has him. This is a going into the season. Has him at fifteen. I think it's it's by some NBA site, but uh, yeah, no, I yeah, was, see fifteen, which behind Marcus Smart. Van Vliet, Jamal Murray, which Murray's been just came back, but you know I, I agree he's definitely in my eyes easily top seven. I'll say, yeah, I'll easy, say that. yeah, I yeah. say that. See, there you go. So Andre, there you go. Top, top, shout top. Out Andre, shout out Andre. Yeah, shout out Andre, man. 
Um, all right. I mean, from there, I mean, we could kind of connect this, but biggest surprise so far and any hot takes? You had one. You said the Pelicans yeah, going to the Western Conference a, Finals. That's a yeah. hot take. And then I think another hot take, I think the Raptors, I don't know. I think, again, I don't know. Depends on who gets matched up with who, but I think the Raptors are, can win a playoff series. But I, I think it depends who they match up with first. Same with Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn has a potential too. It depends who they match up with. Because again, if these teams can match up with Milwaukee or Boston, that's not happening. You think um, the you think wait you think the Nets are gonna? No, I think they can. Depends who they. I think if they. I think if they match up with Cleveland, it's interesting. I don't think they beat Cleveland. I think the Nets can make it interesting. But I th- I said the same thing last year and they got swept. So I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Not. I'm sure. not saying by any means the Nets are winning a playoff series. I think if they figure it out, they can. But they don't have enough depth. Depth is my problem. And then my yeah. biggest surprise. We said it enough. Goes without saying, it's definitely Shea. That that's mine for sure. Oh yeah. And the, oh. to be fair, the Warriors are a bit of a surprise for me in a negative way. But De- Shea is my sure. surprise player. Um, let me let me hear what you gotta say, Michael. Um, hot take. I think I'll just go with the same thing. No, you're gonna like this. I say, Cavs can make it to the Eastern Conference. I say it. You think they will, or you think they can? I think they will. Ooh, so who do you think they get matched up with? They get matched up with most likely. If it's one, hold on. How how does this work? I get. I think they get matched up with the Celtics, right? Oh, that work? Celtics and Cavs. So then the Celtics. Well, the yeah. Celtics. Are you saying that? So the Bucks would finish as the two seed then? I believe I'm not. Yeah, because then they play Cleveland. Yes. Yeah. I don't hate that. I I, I don't hate that. Because um, I but, feel like they can match up with the Bucks. So are you telling and you think, the Celtics? You think Boston wins that series? Mm. So you think the Cavs can make the finals? I'm not trying to put. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I'm just. I'm just asking. No, hey, I say. I say Celtics win that. Okay. Win that series. I. I feel like that series goes far, but with hey. the experience they have, they could. They would I, win. Yeah. Win it. So I would say that. But if the Cavs do make the conference finals this year, that's pretty successful considering where they were. Hey, man. Last My year, boy Donovan first. Mitchell moves up in life, man. I love it. I like that. So you get your teams. The Cavs will stay on, and mine is the Pelicans. I think that's very. I I, I honestly think the Cavs yeah. probably have a better chance of making the conference finals than the Pelicans. But um, I will. I will say this though, and I don't know. This is. I don't think this is a hot take. Memphis Grizzlies go to the finals. Chris, I I like that. I, okay, that was my matchup for the Western Conference Finals. It was. I was between them or um. The, I want to say the Clippers, but I I'm not picking the Clippers. I I, I do like that. I I think that would be a. Fun series if it was Memphis, Cleveland in the finals. I would love to see that. That'd love be to see that. Awesome. I, I, that I, I would be awesome. Honestly, that might be my dream. Um, <laughs> that might be my dream. Uh, a finals matchup. To be honest with you, if I'm in terms sure. of just watching basketball, I think the guard play would be insane. But sure, hopefully, sure, Jaron sure. Jackson Jr. is, you know, hopefully he'd be healthy by that. But I, I, I like that. So if you were to give me, I don't want, I don't mean to put you on the spot. You know, my, my boy, Malcolm, I'm not trying to make you look bad, but if you were going to mm-hmm. give me a way too early finals matchup, what is your matchup? Celtics and Grizzlies. Celtics, Grizzlies. Okay, I got Grizzlies. Um, I got Grizzlies, Bucks. So I, I like mm-hmm. that. That's I, fair. I would probably pick the Bucks too, but I mean, with my hot talk saying the Cavs, it would either be Celtics, Grizzlies, okay. or or. Cavs and Grizzlies, which I'm yeah. pretty sure a lot of people would like that. So, and another another thing, I think Dallas can make a run too. I think they have the potential to make the Western Conference Finals as well. I think Luke mm-hmm. is doing so much for that team. I think 
I yeah. say that's the matchup in the Western Conference: Ooh. Grizzlies and Mavs. Okay, mine is New Orleans. New Orleans. Um, I, if I would pick mine, it's gonna be New Orleans and Memphis, which I think would be a fun. Mm. I think either way, I love I love Memphis. Desmond Bain, one of the most. Un- oh, I, Desmond Bain was one of my picks for the most. He's he's out though for the next couple of weeks. So hopefully, yeah, I mean, he's I out. Like hopefully, good. comes back soon. But yeah, no, I couldn't he's agree only out more. for a couple of weeks. But yeah, um, no, I think Memphis is my team out of the West, and that took me a while. The West is good, so. Yeah, but yeah, I totally agree with that. Did I pick up? No, I didn't pick a big surprise. Big surprise. I'd say probably. I wouldn't even say Shea because I've always liked Shea. I'm yeah. not gonna say Shea. I'm sorry, but I, I feel like I kind of expect this with Shea. My biggest surprise. I think it would still have to be the Utah Jazz. I like that. Do you think the still. Jazz keep it up though? Mm, I I don't. I don't. See I don't think so but i hope so yeah i really hope so i would just say the fact that they're still top five in the west i and the way they're still playing the guys like lori market is still dropping 20 and all that i i feel like they can though they can the way they're playing 100 they can i just i think the other teams are gonna figure it out like yeah more like you know golden state True. Um, true. I, again, I don't know what's going to with the Lakers, but negatively, yeah. I, I have to agree with you though. My other surprise, like on the other end, would have to be the fact that the Warriors are doing bad, and I will have to. I'm going to say it, even though yeah, it's a surprise to me because I don't like it. The Heat doing bad right now. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say my like also it. surprise was RJ just being as bad as. I also wanted to say one thing we haven't <laughs> talked about. Another surprise is definitely Portland's. Um. As I said, they, I think they have three guys averaging 20 over 20 a game. I know definitely Dame and Simons are averaging mm-hmm. over 20. And I want to say Jeremy Grant is. And they have Shaden Sharp. They have Nurkic. They got a pretty solid team, which I think, you know, come playoff time, that's a scary team to play against. But um, Portland was another surprise because I feel like this happens a lot of time. Like, they're always good in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And they might even get a high seed in the playoffs, but they never really figure it out. Because Dame can True. really do so much. But Simons is looking great. Same with Trent. I, I actually really like Nasir Little. I think he's a great role player for that team. But um, True. yeah, so Portland's also another team where I thought, where I was like, oh, okay, like I got to keep my eye on that. Yeah, true. No, definitely, definitely. So, I mean, really? Yeah. I think those are really our hot takes and our biggest surprises. So, hey, we get to go to these two fun little games we got ready for y'all. So, oh, yeah. I think first, Which one let, we start with? Let, let's just do it because it's more of kind of like a, thing but if we had to pick our our starting five right now mm-hmm. and and we picked this i i, I did this idea because we're both very homers here shout so, out michael came up with this idea <laughs> can't take credit for it it was all michael <laughs> so we have to pick a starting five with current players right now that are born in the places that we're from so I have to pick a starting five right now with current players that are born in Florida. And and Brian has to pick a starting five that are born with players born currently still in the, like playing in the league right now in, in the New NBA Jersey. and from New Jersey. So let, let's hear let's hear let's hear your let's hear how, your how do I do this? Wanna do my say my five or do it by position? What do you want to do? Yeah, go by position. Go by position. All right, point guard, I got Kyrie. Okay. Okay. I again, I'm not a Kyrie coming. fan, but I got Kyrie's definitely one of the best hoopers to come out of Jersey. So, who's your point guard? <laughs> My point guard is Anthony Simons. 
Okay, I mean, no born disrespect. In, born in Longwood. <laughs> no, no disrespect to Anthony Simons. Um, but I think if we have Kyrie on the floor, you know, I, I like my chances. But no, I, I like that Simons trade. I mean, that Simons uh, at your point guard. I mean, he's as good as pretty much a lot of. He's good. He's as good as anyone right now. You know what I mean? So it's sure. impressive to see what he's doing. But uh, yeah, no, I, sure. I like that. Um, anything else you want to add or? No, I got Anthony Simons. I, I like Anthony Simons. Man. I like that, I 20 on the Portland Trailblazers, so I, I'm pretty confident in that pick. I, I like that. Shooting guard, I got my boy Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson, okay, okay. Playing him at the two. I wanted. I wasn't sure where to put Kyrie, where to put Jalen Brunson, but Brunson's a facilitator, so I like him playing uh, the two. I don't know. I, I, think he, I think that works out pretty well, but let me hear you. Okay, my shooting guard. Well, hold on. Let me see who's taller. Because I'm going to – oof, oof, hold on. Because I might play some small ball on you because – I don't I, know if you want to do that. I, I might have to. I might have to. So my go- other guard is going to be Trey Mann. Trey Mann. Okay. okay yeah. Okay, see? I like yeah, that. I okay, like that. see Trey Mann, born in Gainesville. Born in Gainesville. I, so. I like that. Shout out um, Gainesville. I like that. Mm-hmm. He's, 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 you know, for an average NBA fan, might not know much about him. He went to Florida. I know. Okay. Yeah. See, doing his thing. I, I like that. He's good, man. He's good on OKC, especially when he gets it going, man. Man, yeah. he could drop 30 if he wants to. I like him. I like him on the, yeah. on the Thunder. That's good. Um, So, small forward, I got Jaron Jackson Jr. Hopefully, he's healthy. But... Jaron Jackson Jr., your small forward? Yeah, I got a big team. Got a big team, Michael. Jeez. Okay. I'm you, you might not want to play small ball on this team. I might have to. I'm going to run you all off the court. But my small forward is only 6'4", born in Tampa, my boy Jordan Clarkson. I like that score. Yeah. You can pretty much get a bucket anywhere on the floor. Pretty much. I mean, Jaron Jackson could try to guard him, but, I mean, he could probably hey, hold I, I his own. I got defense, though, in the paint, though. Okay, all right. Who who's your who's your power for? Who's your power four spot? Your boy, Bam out of bio. Oh, jeez, you stink. Uh, I knew no. you were gonna pick that. I had to, man. Defensively. Uh, defensive geez. presence can score the ball offensively, stretch the floor. And Dang. I like it, man. I like it a lot. Who's your four? Who's your four? My four is the man in Toronto right now, coming out of West Palm Beach. Scotty Barnes. Ooh, that's a good one. I, Barnes is one of the most underrated players in the league as well, I think. I love Scotty Barnes, especially what he's doing with, with Toronto, man, coming off a rookie of the year. I like I like my boy Scotty Barnes. I, I think your team gels well together, though. I will tell you that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Hey, that, Flor- that Florida blood runs deep. So, like, they could all they could all go see each other, like, on, in the, you know, go play you know, just like how ball is life playing at some street, yeah. some street ball playing at some court, like maybe down in Orlando, maybe in Pensacola, some Tampa, maybe even like in, in Kissimmee. You know, I'm I'm saying places that you probably don't know, right? But these are places that you hey, know. I know we're, that's by Orlando, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, hey, hey, I know my Florida geography. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I've been to Orlando so, a couple of times. There you go. Hey, man, it's the spot. It's the spot. Shout out to the 407. But, um, Hey man, all right. So who do we got at the center position? Center. I did some more shooting to this team. I'm not gonna be critical of him, but I got. Oh, I know who you're. Gonna, yeah, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear yours. I'm gonna give a shout out for that pick. I'm gonna give a shout out to my to my cousin Liam. Liam. Shout out, um, Liam. 
Liam actually uh, went to a, a, a school. I don't, I, I don't, he could, he'll probably tell me when he listens to this, but I don't remember if he went to the high school where Carl Anthony Towns was or he was near the high school because he went to. Oh, to Carl Anthony Towns you're talking about? Yes, Carl Anthony Towns. Okay, he went yeah. to St. Joe's, I think. So I think he was there for a Maybe little I bit. Maybe I could be wrong. Yeah, it's oh, an really? all it's an all boys school, right? I think so. I do believe yeah, so. It's an all boys school. Yeah, my my cousin went to. I don't know if it was that same one, but there's another one that's close by. But I'm pretty sure there's he a St. Joe's up by me, but there's also a St. Joe's down south. Or yeah, or I don't really know where specifically, but I there's a couple. So yeah, so. Uh. Hey, that's a good pick. Hey, Carlton tell. So you guys got some shooters. You got some big men. I we like it. Big you guys are definitely big. So, I mean, I mean, uh, I have a big man that you're going to like. I think, I think we, we kind of talked about this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But coming out of Pensacola, your boy, Mitchell Robinson. I love that. Rim protector right there. Uh, Rim protector right there. He can hold his own. He's, he's going to block Carlton Towns 26 times. <laughs> I, I, I like your team, though. A lot of young guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think they mesh well. I think Simon, one of the most slept-on players in the league, as you know, we've said. But um, yeah, no, I, I this would be an interesting matchup. I, I think that my would. team's got again. I, I might be a four and five if Kyrie. We should we now. should run like a simulation on two yeah. K and see hey, who wins. <laughs> time and place, man. Right, right. We should do that. We should definitely do that. Maybe record it. Maybe we should we should play like blacktop on two K and we Ooh. play with these players against each other and, and and let let's see you know put it on like I don't know like stream it or something hey, like I'm for the our best podcast. Player in Morgantown, I'll tell you that. Whoa, 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 whoa! I don't know about all that. I'm crazy hey. with the sticks. Hey. I am crazy hey. with the sticks. You give me Russell Westbrook, I'm giving you forty. I might take. I might be. I might be twenty for forty six from the field with him, but he's still getting forty. You give me Tyler Hero and Gabe Vincent, I'm dropping thirty okay. each. And then so, if you give me Jimmy Butler, I'm dropping forty with a triple double. Come on now. Am I really? I'm gonna have to be one of the worst teams in the league to beat you. I'll be the Lakers, man. Oh, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? But, uh, I'm always a homer. I always play with the Heat, anyways. On 2K, I can't pick another. I can pick other teams and play with them, but I always just pick the Heat. And the Knicks are just a terrible 2K team. Um, <laughs> you know, not to go completely off topic. My 2K team this year, ah, uh, I don't know, man. I always like using Utah because I like Mitchell because you just dunk on everybody and Gobert would just block everybody. But obviously, you know, they're not on the same team anymore. But hey. I, I I I like I like where your head's at, man. I like it. I like the confidence you got. All right, man. So let's let's do let's do this um start bench cut. We have this oh, nice through each position, segment. right? We'll do each position. So um, do you want to go first, or you want me to go first? I think let 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 me go first. Do point guards because I had a quite little view on point guards when so we were you doing. Ask our me, I'm asking you. You ask me. Start All bench right. cut three point guards. I got Fred VanVleet, Kyle Lowry, or Mike Conley. And we're doing based on this season, correct? Yeah. Dang, okay. really? Those three? Yeah. Okay. I start Van Fleet, bench Lowry, cut Conley. I'm honestly benching Conley, cutting Lowry. But that's why hey, I'm asking you, so I respect your opinion. Okay. Okay. No, I appreciate it. All right. Should I, should I ask you some point guards? Yeah, give me, give me yours. Give me yours. Okay. All right. Luca. Ja, right, Damian Lillard. <laughs> I gotta no do what it. I'm wrong. No matter what, I'm right. Luca, Ja. Okay, I'm starting Luca right off the bat. Okay. 
I'm benching Jock Cutting Dan. Oh, okay. I, I'd probably do the same. I, I'd probably start. No disrespect to Dame, but Jaw's out of this world, man. I, yeah, I would start Jaw. I would still cut Dame. I'd start Jaw. Oh, you'd bench, bench Luca. Luca. I'd bench Luca. I'd bench Luca. I got. I'd have to start Luca. I'd start. Okay. All uh-huh. right. All right. Shooting guards. I'll go first since I asked you. Yeah. So shooting guards. We got Donovan Mitchell. Jalen Brown and um, who's another OG Anun- uh, Anobi because he's a shooting guard. So really? we got Brown, um, yeah, Anobi and who is it? There one and uh, Donovan Mitchell. Okay, I'm gonna have to start Mitchell. Okay, this season I, again, I, 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 at one point, I thought Brown was a lot closer to, to Tatum than most people thought he was. Mm. Right now, I have to give it to Mitchell as much as you know, you know me. I'm probably shoot a guy, but Mitchell. I'm benching Jalen Brown. I love Jalen Brown, one of my favorite players in the league. And then I'm cutting Anunoby. I think Anunoby. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a great player. I just think he's a little step below, especially offensively, than the other two players. Okay. Okay. How about this though? How about this? Because I don't know why I didn't do this. I don't know why I said OG. I'm I'm saying off random. All right. Take out OG. Put Devin Booker. Oh my. (laughs) So you have Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brown, and Devin Booker. I'm starting Booker. Okay. Benching Mitchell, cutting Jalen Brown, and that hurts me to say. This season alone, if you're gonna ask me, last season I'm starting Jalen Brown. Uh, I'm I'm cutting Mitchell, benching Jalen Brown, but this season I gotta start Booker. I would start Mitchell, bench Jalen Brown, and cut, cut Booker. The book. Ooh. I would. I'm you sorry. Sure? I love Devin Booker, but no, yeah, definitely over. Yeah, I like Jalen Brown. I, I I I personally like Jalen Brown. I love Jalen Brown. I just I'd have to give it to. I, it's I feel like with these it's hard to go wrong, but that's just my take. It hurts me. I love Jalen Brown. I think he's I think he's the best second option in the league. Of course, one of the best second because there's a couple. But yeah, that that's my uh that's that that's what I would say. Sure, uh, is sure. anything else you want to add to that? No. Who do who do you got for me? Uh oh, for shooting guards, correct? Oh yeah, my yes. um so for shooting guards I got um okay this one's I got Shea, Paul George, and Jimmy Butler. A shooting guard? Yeah. I thought Jimmy Butler was a small forward. I'd put it Oh, a small I, I thought so. I, I, I had him at I don't know. I I I, I didn't I just kinda of threw him in there. Because I think he plays a little bit of both, so I wasn't Alright, what if what if I get rid of Jimmy? I'll put in I'll put in I'll do Shea, PG, and D Buck. Oh, I start I start shape bench Paul George cut book. Okay, yeah, that was that was that, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I'm really making that I think I let you down with these. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Let's let's move to the small forward position. All right. We I got. Need... Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Um. No. Ask Ask me now. Ask me because I asked last time. All right. I got. Um. Who do I got? Who do I got? All right. I got Tatum. I got Jason Tatum, uh, Kevin Durant, and LeBron James. Start Tatum, bench Kevin Durant, cut LeBron. Got to make these harder for you, man. I mean, if we're talking now, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. It's just hard. Like now, yeah, I'm definitely cutting LeBron. I'm sorry, LeBron, but I love LeBron, and I know a lot of people are shocked. Are going to be shocked hearing that because how much I talk highly of LeBron, but yeah. not right now. Sorry, not definitely right. over Kevin Durant. And yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, how about you? Let's do 
Jimmy Butler. Mm, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, and Paul George. Starting Tatum, Bench, and George. Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. Not Paul George. Kawhi Leonard. Okay. We repeat that three again. So Jimmy Butler, um, Jason Tatum, or Kawhi Leonard. Starting Jason, cutting, uh, benching Jimmy, cutting Kawhi. Because uh, Kawhi hasn't played. True, true, true. Yeah. You know, if he's healthy, I'm obviously playing Kawhi, but. I mean, especially with, with right now, yeah. That makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. The four spot, I mean, uh, you could ask me. For the power forward? Power forward. All right. Um. Okay. I, w- I wanted to make this difficult, but okay. I got Siakam. Uh-huh. Anthony Davis uh-huh. and um, I'm trying to think who is I don't know if he classifies as a power forward I'm going to just throw him in there I got to give respect Julius Randle even though you'll probably cut him but I want to hear yeah I'm sorry I'd cut Julius Randle bench Anthony Davis and start Siakam okay yeah I like that I like that yeah. alright how about this Siakam Giannis and Anthony Davis. Oh, start Giannis. Start Giannis. Bench Siakam. Cut AD. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, that's pretty easy. It's pretty uh, easy. All right. So centers. Centers, and then we're pretty much done. All right. Well, okay. I got um. I did some low key centers. I didn't want to do everyone star studded. No, that's fair. But I got Clint Capella, Brooke Lopez, and DeAndre Ayton. Uh, start Brook Lopez. Bench DeAndre Ayton and cut Clint Capella. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, because I feel like you'd still get the same type of thing with DeAndre Ayton more than Clint Capella yeah. and then Brooke that's Lopez. Fair. I mean, you get a lot more than both of them. I agree. So, yeah. That's fair. All right. So, how about this? Bam Adebayo. Mm-hmm. You better be careful how you say this one. <laughs> oh, God. Bam Adebayo, Car Anthony Towns, and... um. You know, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Let's put um, let's put Brooke Lo- Brooke Lopez in there. Okay, no disrespect. I'm gonna start off by cutting Brooke. Oh wow. Okay. I want to. I'm gonna start cat bench bam. Oh, you're crazy. Okay, but I see. I get it. I get I, it. I would. I would have start. I would have started cat. I would have. I actually, to be honest, you'd probably be shocked with this. I'd start bam. Cut Carlton Townsend, bench wow, Brooke okay. Lopez. Um, <laughs> the only reason I have Cat is because he can shoot the three ball a little bit better. And without before the Gobert trade, he was probably the third best center in the league. Um, I'm, I'm gonna stick with it. It's pretty close, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, I, 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 again, you know, I've been critical of the T Wolves, but I would start Cat as as of right now. I, I would start Cat. It's close though, but I'm rolling with Cat. That's fair, man. Well, hey, we reached the ending, man. Did it, Finally, man. you know, we did it. Have to go back now in the studio and make some edits here. But um, sure. we definitely want to give a shout out to everyone that definitely shout made everybody. comments. Definitely gave us some nice little comments to talk about and everything and some topics to talk about. But hey, man, to looking forward to episode three, man. And uh, yeah. thanks. Thanks, Brian, man. We we doing yeah, this, man. For sure. Doing I, this. Uh, I gotta give a couple of shout outs. Some people got mad at me for not shouting out, but uh <laughs> shout out to the entire Fordham women's basketball team. Yes. 
They, they, yes, they, I love uh, it. Enter the Wolf list and trying to enter the Wolf. Uh, I, they're gonna get mad if I forget anybody else, but I. I, I mean, Colleen, listen, but shout out Colleen, I guess. Shout out Aaron, my other sister. But, uh, hey, mom. But uh, yeah, no, I, I shout out. They were showing some love. I appreciate it. They were, uh, you know, checking it out. Give me feedback. Means the world. Um, there you, you go. Know, shout out to my boy RF, Alex Hayes, all them boys showing love. Dom, I can't thank you guys enough. It's only going up from here. I'm having a great time, Michael. I'm sure you are too. Oh, and, no, most you know, definitely. Keep this going up. Hey, just because we're home doesn't mean. We're gonna slack. We might be separated, Michael. I miss you. You know that. I miss but, you too, my guy. I miss you too. All good, man. We uh, I came right off. I was in the car for eight hours. Came home, did the podcast with my boy Michael. No other way I'd want to spend my Thursday night. And uh, sure, stay tuned. Sure. More content gonna drop. As I said, we might have a surprise. Well, not surprise. Yeah. I kind of said it. Might have our boy, our content, our content editor, um, Andre the Bagging. Make sure you go check out his uh, films by D and IG. One more, one more reminder. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Hoopin with Mike and Brian. Follow our IG, our Instagram at hoopin.mb and our and follow our Twitter, hoopin underscore mb. And I can't thank you guys enough for all the love and support. No, for sure. Yeah, thanks to everybody. I mean, I'll give my shout outs next episode because I'll give one special shout out because they definitely. Um, I'm gonna give a shout out to Darian Perez. Um, he has another podcast for the love of the game, and uh, he wrote me some notes. Uh, down and definitely gave me some tips even for myself for uh, this episode so I'll definitely give a shout out to him please if you guys uh, definitely give support out to him but uh, yeah thanks to everybody everybody that watches this the hundred a hundred and something views we had on our first episode is definitely a big Crazy. milestone for world. us oh yeah I meant the world man so any support that we get even to put more emphasis on more content we have like wanting even more content like we want to make the video we want to do more with this like even the fact that we talked about playing 2k and streaming it like that could be a possible idea so um hey man we just have a lot of hopes for this and everything and um it just shot one other shout out i'll just say to my family man i love my family all of them and everything a shout out to my girlfriend and everything for definitely a big support here so um yeah yeah no for sure but um Hey, man, this was a great episode, and hopefully people really enjoy this one. For sure, man, for sure. Again, I want to back up that. Shout out to my family, showing love and support. Keeping it a buck. Me and my dad have arguments about the NBA all the time. Keeps it a buck with me. If I'm, he thinks I'm wrong, he's going to let me know. So if, just in general, if anyone has any feedback, you know, feel free to let us know. And let us stay, know. Stay tuned, and, you know, as Michael says, Michael, you know what you got to say. Yes, sir. Everybody, just keep on hooping. Just keep all on right. hooping. See y'all later.